Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk shit. Talk shit. Recorded live. Yes, here comes the pain. All right, we're back. And yes, folks, it's the All-Star Week edition of Raw Radio, episode number 511-724-444-7044, caller ID number 138744-POUND. You can join me and my co-host today this afternoon from Virginia, the human suplex machine, John Gross. Of course, we are back at it once again. Of course, we hope everyone had a great 4th of July last week. And yes, folks, we're now in the All-Star edition. It is All-Star Week here on Raw Radio as we start out, however, the 50s in style, however, with our first episode of the 50s with number 51 this afternoon. John, how are you today? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Actually, it's a little muggy and warm, as you would expect, however. There's been a little heat wave going on here throughout the East Coast in the 90s and whatnot. Of course, it's in the mid-80s right now, but it is supposed to get up to around 90 today. So definitely, uh, if you're outside doing whatever, cutting grass, swimming, having fun, just be safe, be careful, just be Smart, let's just say. And, of course, speaking of smart, we're ready to get into the top stories of the weekend, Howard, so let's get into them right away. As you heard at the beginning, we heard the theme from Here Comes the Pain from the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar. Brock, of course, Saturday night at UFC 200 won his matchup in Las Vegas there at the T-Mobile Arena by decision. I did not see any of this fight. I heard it was a pretty good fight. Uh, John, let's get your take of Brock Lesnar uh, in his return to UFC. What was your uh, take about this past weekend? Oh, man, did he completely dominate in fashion. No one said he didn't lose any uh, ring rust, apparently. Yes, apparently not. And that leads us to the big question now, of course, as you know, we heard last week he will be taking on Randy Orton, the Viper, coming up next month in August at SummerSlam there at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, do we see Brock going back between USC and WWE again, or is he just going to have to choose one or the uh, one over the other? I mean, what's your spin and take on it? I think he'd go back and forth. Well, let's hope he can. I mean, Dana White, as you know, is not real happy at times, however, when Brock does this sort of thing. Of course, Vince McMahon is all for it, it seems like, at times. We'll talk about Vince here in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I would say he can do the same as well, but it's going to be interesting to see if USC will allow that to happen. 
Of course, another big story we're following this afternoon, of course, is Vince McMahon. Of course, Vince McMahon will be in Detroit tonight. Detroit Rock City, to be precise, is where Monday Night Raw will be held there at the legendary Joe Louis Arena. Of course, the home of the Detroit Red Wings, as you know. It should be a very interesting... the home of the Undertaker winning the WWE Championship over Hulk Hogan at Survivor Series. What year was that? Do you remember? 1991. That's right. Yes, that's correct. You're right, actually. And then they had the rematch two weeks later at this Tuesday in Texas, down there in Texas, in San Antonio, I remember, at the old Freeman Coliseum. You're correct on that, John. Uh, but anyway, getting back to Vince, of course, last week, Raw did a 1.9 rating, their lowest of the year, and maybe an lowest in a long time. Uh, Vince, of course, has not said if he's going to meet with the talent prior to the show, but we'll have to wait and see if he does, along with the rest of the team. Uh, if you're WWE Raw, Howard, tonight, you better pray and hope for a miracle. John, what's your take on this whole ordeal? Oh, man. Vince McMahon coming to Raw? I really hope that he talks about who will run Raw and who will run SmackDown. Yes, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will, of course. Last week, as you know, Vicky Guerrero made her return to WWE television for a brief uh, splurt. And let's just say uh, she got shown the door. Yeah, exactly. You're not kidding. Uh, But uh, as you know, a lot of people are trying to throw their hat into the GM position. John Laryngitis, Teddy Long, Vicky Guerrero. I don't know if Eric Bischoff will be there tonight. I mean, we'll have to wait and see if Bischoff will be there or not. If we hear anything more before the show's out today, we will let you know and update you immediately. But we'll keep a close eye on this. Uh, Detroit, of course, also the home of WrestleMania 3 and WrestleMania 23 at legendary Ford Field and the old Pontiac Silverdome, which is no longer there. Of course, uh, it was also the site where we saw Vince McMahon and Donald J. Trump had their million-dollar match about, oh, I'd say about nine, ten years ago, something like that. And, of course, that was when Vince got his head shaved, if you will, by the Donald and by Stone Cold Steve Austin, Bobby Lashley there at Ford Field in front of 80,000 people. Also yes. on that same night down Ford Field, yes. we saw The Undertaker win the world title. That's right. That is correct. Yes, that is right. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. At WrestleMania 23, that is right. You were right on that. I forgot all about that. Like I said, it's been too long since I've been following WrestleMania's. However, I just got the box set of the first five recently. I found somewhere at a flea market just this past weekend for 10 bucks. It was the first five. So hopefully uh, they will have more of these volumes to come, like volumes 2, 3, and 4. Of course, volume 2 would have 6 through 10, I would imagine. Volume 3, 11 through 15. And, of course, volume 4, 16 through 20. But we'll have to keep a close eye on that. Uh, speaking of Michigan, Michigan is in the news again for another reason, however. Draymond Green, the Golden State Warriors basketball player, apparently last night was arrested following an assault charge there up in East Lansing near Michigan State University, if you will. He has been released since then on $500 bond, but he is supposed to have a hearing in a few weeks. Uh, John, they're saying that if he is found guilty, he could spend three months in jail on a fine of $1,000. What's your take about this Draymond Green issue? <sighs> I don't know if I can comment on that. <laughs> no, I mean, you have no comments per se, or do you just uh, don't care? I mean, it's just, it's, it's just, just, just don't, don't care. care. Just don't care. Yeah, I think Draymond Green was kind of uh, a little uh, outrageous in his behavior, so to speak, in my opinion. I think he should have known better. 
uh, I, we've said so many times before, I mean, what is it with athletes and behavior problems? I mean, they, don't they ever realize they have it good sometimes? Some of them do, and they just do stupid stuff like this. I mean, seriously, people, come on. If you want a role model to look up to, we'll tell you about our next role model who uh, announced his sudden retirement from the NBA today, and we'll talk about him in just right now, as a matter of fact. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, the San Antonio Spurs, one of my all-time favorites of all time. After 19 years, called it a career with San Antonio this morning. Uh, a great all-star, a great MVP, a great champion. Uh, John, your thoughts about the retirement of Tim Duncan today? Uh, I hope uh, definitely uh, for another sports loss again, but hopefully hopefully um, we uh, hopefully we won't forget what that man did. Well, for those people in San Antonio, and I want to give a special shout-out to two people in particular, my friend Emily Greer and her uh, husband, uh, John, who just got married a month ago. I know he's a big Spurs guy, and uh, he's a big Timmy Duncan fan like I am. Uh, I know he's kind of a little uh, probably somber right now to say goodbye to old number 21. I think we all are if you're Spurs fans, but I think he'll always be remembered as one of the top five, not one of the top three nicest guys in the league. However, he never complained. He never whined. He never uh, just got into trouble, so to speak, however, and he was always a clean ball player, however. I mean, he always kept his nose on straight. He always played hard. He played aggressive, and he always gave it his all. So, Tim Duncan, we salute you, sir. Number 21, congratulations on your 20-year career, and best of luck in your retirement at the age of 40. I mean, you will be missed in the NBA this coming season, no doubt about it. One seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID number one three eight seven four four pound and the number one. You can talk to us this afternoon. We are here each and every Monday on TalkShoe dot com. Of course, don't forget tomorrow night we got a double dip Tuesday for you, starting off with wrestling revisit at one three nine nine two six pound. You can listen to myself, John Gross. Of course, will not be available. by our good friends Kendrick the Lowdown Smith and of course Gerard T Smith, the phenomenal King NWO, if you will, will be joining us in the south with another great wrestling time machine moment. Of course, and then don't forget on attitude. Excuse me, not attitude. Wrestling Revolution, 138055-pound at 9 o'clock. John will be back with us in the salon with Gerard and I at the news desk and on the show in general. We will talk about Monday Night Raw that's going on tonight. We will also give you some more thoughts about the upcoming draft, which we'll be talking about here this afternoon. Of course, we'll be doing a little mock draft of our own here on Raw Radio this afternoon. We'd like to hear from you about your top ten as well, and hopefully you can call in and weigh in with your thoughts. But uh, that being said, uh, you can listen to us tomorrow night. The caller ID number is one three eight zero five five pound and that will get underway at around 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time as we hope to have a great action-packed panel, including The Last Kicker, The Black Widow, myself, The Phenomenal One, Gerard T. Smith, King NWO, as you well know, of course, John Gross, of course, Kendrick Lillian Smith, uh, the JML Experience, Jeff Teeters, of course, the Big IQ, the last kicker, and, of course, a plethora of more people, including Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler. Uh, John, talking about champions again, we're going to talk about two quick champions and then one final new- bit of news before we get into the new, uh, birthdays and dates from the past weekend. Of course, one birthday in particular was to celebrate this past year, and we'll mention that, of course. Uh, this past weekend, we had the Wimbledon men and women's final. Of course, Serena Williams winning the women's title, of course, and Andy Murray winning the guys' title there on the All-England Club there, over there in jolly old England. Your thoughts about Serena and Andy Murray becoming champions there in England? My props go out to them. Congratulations. Yes, I would agree. I mean, Andy Murray, of course, uh, one of my top three favorite players besides uh, Roger Federer and Jokovic, of course. Uh, both of them uh, playing very hard, of course. Uh, Andy Murray having a great two weeks there at the All England Club, hey. showing everyone what he was made of. What's that, John? Oh, that's okay. I'm sorry. 
That's okay. And uh, he uh, definitely showed what he was made of. Serena Williams, I'll tell you what, you talk about a hard worker. I mean, the best female in tennis right now. There is none better than her, I would have to say. I mean, you can say all you want about the others, how are the Sharapovas and all these other people. But I'm putting Serena right above them, how if not ahead of them now, after what she did this past weekend there on Saturday morning there at the All England Club in jolly old England. I mean, she showed what she was made of. She showed what she's been determined over the last few years along with her sister Venus. I mean, congratulations indeed to both of these champions. And speaking of champions, folks, one last bit of news to talk about quickly, and it's not wrestling related. The British Open begins on Wednesday night, Thursday morning there in jolly old Scotland, of course, there Royal Troon Golf Club, of course, as you know, earlier today, Jordan Spieth announced he will not be participating in the Rio Olympics, along with Rory McIlroy, Adam Scott, Dustin Johnson. Right now, it seems like the, the Sika virus is seeking in on a lot of people's worries, however, there in South America, as the Olympics are about less than a month away. Of course, also, we got the British Open and the Claret Jug to decide this weekend. Uh, John, your thoughts first off about Spieth pulling out of the Games 2. What do you think of this uh British Open going into the weekend there in Scotland. Hmm. This, this really uh, is intriguing to me. I I, uh, I don't watch British Open that much, but I'm thinking it should be a good, good show. Yes. It should be, and hopefully the weather will play nice. I mean, last year it was a really a windstorm over there at the home of golf, St. Andrews, last year, as we all know. Of course, Rory McIlroy, excuse me, not Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth came up one short shy of uh, making it three for three. However, and right now, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of Canada, near Michigan, however, is our good friend, Mr. Canadian uh, destroyer himself, Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, how are you today? I'm doing great. Excellent. Well, we got John and you today, and of course, we were just touching upon a few stories. Of course, one of the stories we mentioned, of course, was Brock Lesnar. I don't know if you saw the highlights or not. If you did, maybe you could uh, share a comment or two about Brock Lesnar's return. Uh, I never uh, seen uh, him fighting or whatever, but uh, I seen that he won, and I uh-huh. said he was going to win, so uh, it's all good. Uh, yes. He's a beast for sure. Yes, um, he is. Yes, he is. I don't know and, if they should have let him talk a mic, though. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that when he did with uh, Joe Rogan after the fight, yes. Uh, and that leads me to my next question. I asked John this question, I'll ask you. Do you think we see him rotate between UFC and WWE again, possibly, with this uh, latest victory the other night? I say yes until he loses, and then he'll probably quit again. Yep. I would agree. I would agree. Another story, of course, following today, of course, is the retirement of Tim Duncan, the San Antonio Spurs superstar, who announced it today at the age of 40 years old. Draymond Green, of course, arrested last night in East Lansing. He has been released since then. They said he might be facing 90 days in jail on a fine of a grand hour after assaulting someone last night there in Michigan. Your thoughts about Draymond Green's uh, assault charge and the sudden retirement of Tim Duncan? Um... Well, man, Tim Duncan had a great career. He's won five championships and probably a whole bunch of other accolades. Um, yes. And uh, he had a great career, so nothing, yep. you know, no shame for him. Nope. And uh, who's that other guy play for? Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors, uh, who was with uh, Steph Curry earlier this past season, the one who uh, got into some trouble in the Cavs series and now has been charged with assault after assaulting someone last night. Oh, well, that's not good. Yeah, 
He's in, he got released early this morning, but now they said, however, he has a hearing coming up in a few weeks, and if he's found guilty, he could spend 90 days in jail and up to $1,000 in fines. So uh, he's in a little hot soup, shall we say. Um, another champion we were talking about, of course, is the All England Club there at the mighty Wimbledon course. How, of course, Andy Murray winning the men's title yesterday and Serena Williams winning the women's title. Your thoughts about Murray and Serena winning this past weekend over in England? Um, I don't know the guy real well. Well, I don't, I don't watch tennis real well, but right. the Serena or the Williams sisters have been like all over the news and mm-hmm. they're really talented, so... Her winning that was no surprise. Yes, certainly, certainly. And one final bit of tidbit as you were coming on the line. We were talking about Jordan Spieth, of course, announced today he has pulled himself out of the Rio games. Another golfer gone. However, it seems like the golf is very much in danger of uh, maybe not getting off to a good start and making a return to the Olympics now, however. And, of course, the British Open is this weekend there in Scotland. What's your take about Spieth's announcement and who might win the British Open in the Claret Jug this weekend? Um... Well, hey, you know, you can't play them all, I guess. And uh, I don't know who will win because I don't know any other golfers. Yep. Well, a lot of people think Spieth has a chance to win at this time. Uh, Dustin Johnson, of course, coming off that big, big win, even though it was a questionable win, however, at Oakmont less than a month ago here in Pittsburgh. Of course, the ruling by the USGA still bugs me to death. I don't know why the USGA did that, and then later I had to backtrack and apologize. I thought that was ridiculous. Um, I think Dustin has a chance of winning maybe two for two and making it two majors in a row this year. But again, you never know, depending on what happens uh, with McElroy this week. You never know what Phil will do. Uh, it should be a great weekend, depending on the weather, too, over there in Scotland. We know at times it can be windy and nasty and cold and chilly, and other days it can be sunny, breezy, and warm and uh, the wind will be light. So it's going to be interesting. We'll find out, of course, beginning this Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, just after 1 a.m. on the Golf Channel. Of course, you can also watch uh, full-blown coverage beginning at 7 o'clock in the morning, I believe, on ESPN, or 4 o'clock in the morning there on the Total Sports Network of ESPN, if you will. Okay, well, now that we got the news out of the way, John is going to give us some birthdays and dates in history from uh, Saturday till today. And of course, one particular had a very special, special birthday on Saturday, so we'll let John uh, talk to us about that guy, and also we'll talk about uh, the dates in history and also share stuff from yesterday and today. So, John, please proceed. All right, here we go. 53 years ago today in Minneapolis, Minnesota, the Crusher beat Vern Gagne to win the AWA World Heavyweight Championship. And, of course, the Crusher teamed up with also Baron Von Raschke at one time. Talk about a very unique odd-pairing duo there. Of course, the Crusher, we also know for a fact, and Gerard's going to love hearing this, however, um, I'm sure we all heard the stories about him. He used to train with a keg of beer on his arm, however, and it was a bouncer in uh, some pubs in Milwaukee. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he, he was a unique guy, no question about it. Okay, uh, John, please continue. 31 years ago, which was 1985, the Rock and Roll Express beat Ivan Koloff and Crusher Khrushchev to win the the NWA World Tag Team Championship. They used to have some good matches, I remember, especially that steel cage match in Starcade 84, I remember, I mean... Crusher, of course, would be better known as Barry Darso, who would be forming up the demolition team down the road with the masked superstar Bill Eady, I remember, in the late 80s, I remember. Well, 30 years ago today in Sydney, Australia, the fabulous Moodle beat Velvet McIntyre to uh, win the WWE Women's Championship. Hmm. Uh, 
Well, bear with us there. Sorry about that, folks. Yes, uh, talking about Mula, of course, the greatest women's champion of all time, Helen McIntyre, of course, uh, not that big, much of a big name. Of course, she also competed at the second, and I think that was her only WrestleMania appearance ever. She also at one time, referring to Mula, I remember, uh, of course, also was an assistant of Bobby the Brain Heenan's back at WrestleMania three when she and Harley Race and Bobby rode to the ring together in a chariot, if you remember. Yeah, the change comes just six days after Moolah had lost the belt to McIntyre. Hmm. Interesting. Moolah held the championship until Sensational Sherry defeated her just over a year later. Hmm. Interesting. Well, Moolah is still the all-time women's champion of the longest time, 25 years. I don't think that record will be going away anytime soon. When it comes to uh, Iron Woman of uh, the Divas Division and holding the title the longest, uh, Moolah is definitely at the top of the list, no question about it. Yeah. In 2000, WCW presented Bash at the Beach from the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. Yes, 6572 were in attendance. Yes. Of about 1,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Yes, and of course, one of those matches, of course, we kind of talked about this. Uh, Ch- Chad and I discussed this a little bit on Saturday with the infamous foot on the chest between Jeff Jarrett and Vince Russo, Jeff Jarrett, Russo, Hogan, and Bischoff. And of course, that's been discussed in the Bischoff DVD quite a bit and has been discussed a lot over the years. And of course, later that night, we saw Jeff Jarrett, uh, or excuse me, not Jeff, well, yeah, I think it was Jeff Jarrett, taking on Booker T, and that's when Booker T became the world's champion, I remember. Yeah. And then Russo cut off unrelated yes. pipe bomb. Do, do we have uh, that pipe bomb? Uh, do you think you can find that pipe bomb before the day's out? We might want to play that and relive that, because that was one of the most controversial moments, I remember, in wrestling history. And a lot yes, of people... on, yes, on Daily Motion. I have it right now. Gerard, right. would you mind if I played it? Gerard, do you oh, mind? Cue it up, John. Let's hear it. I mean, that's. I think a lot of people remember this one. Cue it. Let's kill it. Let's cue the. Let's cue the. Let's cue the bad boy. Yes. Go boom with this if we can. If I can get. If I can get it up. All right. John, of course, finding the infamous promo, ladies and gentlemen, of course, that happened back at the Bash at the Beach 2000 between Vince Russo and the whole WCW crowd in general. It was one of the most, let's just say, serious uh, bombshells in wrestling history, shall we say. Yeah. Yeah. And while John's doing that, still, however, and John, let us know when you find it. Uh, don't forget, this Wednesday night, of course, we will have the Wrestling Debate for you at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and you got it? Here it is. Yeah. Okay, here it is, folks. Turn off the air. Come on, come on. John, as I was saying, well, John, does know when you got about to begin, John. And as I was saying, we will be on with Wrestling Debate 139925. Join Mr. and Mrs. Madness, King N.W. Dorothy Smith, myself, the Iceman, and, of course, Michelle Lindos. We will be talking about a plethora of who knows what this coming Wednesday at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Of course, also Thursday night, don't forget to listen to Outside the Ropes, your entertainment news show of movies, music, 
non-wrestling events. However, 141387, we'll be talking about the new Ghostbusters movie, which has already got very, very panned reviews so far from what I've been reading today. However, and of course, that's coming out this week, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, this past week, the top movie of the week, of course, we'll discuss was the animated feature, The Secret Life of Pets, which grossed over $105 million this weekend. It was one of the top movies of the week, beating out the three-week-old stay of Finding Dory. And now, John, I believe, has found that moment, so let's go back to it again. Yep. I got it now. All right. Well, don't worry about it. save later. We'll worry about that later. You know what? You know what? I got I got Plan B. Okay, John's got Plan B here, folks. So bear with him, ladies and gentlemen. I knew John would come up with Plan B here. Okay, so Plan B momentarily will be with us, of course, ladies and gentlemen, here in a few. So uh, don't forget, as we said, that is coming up this Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, we'll be back with the Revolution show on Wednesday night. Who knows what we'll be discussing Wednesday night, of course. And uh, we will have your show for you beginning at 9 o'clock, 138055-pound on Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. So your triple header begins at 6.30 and continues well into 9 o'clock hour with, of course, the panel. Of course, 8 o'clock, don't forget to listen to Mr. and Mrs. Mattis along with the Iceman with Wrestling Debate, 139925-pound. And that will begin this Wednesday at 8 p.m. Of course, Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, you can listen to the... Best Thursday night show out there, and uh, John, what is it? You know what? Yeah, let's leave it alone. Yeah, let's just hold it off on it for now. And that is Wolfpack Radio. The call ID is 138521 pound. Of course, this last week we talked about a great moment there, and you can go back and listen to it. And all of our shows, however, on TalkShoe.com is our good friend, the Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, of course, who we want to give a special shout-out to today. Of course, archives all of our shows. So, uh, John, let's go on and continue with your uh, birthdays and dates from Saturday, please. But I will say this. One year later, in yes. 2001, mm-hmm. ECW and WCW was born together. That's right. The Alliance. Yes, you are correct. That is right. I do recall that. Yes, I forgot all about that. Yes. Yeah, those were two infamous moments. Yes, I do recall that. That was in Atlanta. And, of all, and it's so weird that, of all places, was held in Atlanta, believe it or not, the home of WCW. Yeah, and the ATA beat the Dudley Boys to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. Hmm, that's right. I do recall that now, yes. And the show was most noted for the WWE debuts of Tommy Dreamer and RVD. That's right, yes. And Tommy Dreamer, of course. uh, Actually, Tommy had been on four years before, if you remember, back in 97, early February, when ECW came the first time, and they were hyping up Barely Eagle, but... uh, RVD's return, however, had happened at the same time, however, because RVD, of course, had been on a few weeks later, however, during the early invasion of ECW-WWE back in 1997. I remember, I remember watching it, mm-hmm. watching it, and I remember Paul Heyman yelling, Serious moment! Serious moment, JR! Yes. For the rest of your life! Yes, and J.R. Paul Heyman, of course, never got along real well, even going back to WCW times. I mean, J.R. was the executive VP of talent relations, and of course, Heyman, of course, was a manager-slash-part-time commentator, if you remember, back in the late 80s, early 90s of WCW. Of course, he also had a group we all know that was probably one of the most underrated groups, I feel, and probably one of of my top five favorite groups of all time, the Dangerous Alliance. Please continue. Yep. Yep. 
Uh, eight years ago today, WWE released Ashley Massaro, the Diva Search winner. Yes, I um, did. her daughter being Neil. Yes, and I, I, a lot of people thought that was kind of a stupid move on WWE's part, of course. Uh, Ashley, of course, was a very popular wrestler. She also posed, I remember, in Playboy, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah that was a great uh, magazine. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. I think we all can agree on that one. Yeah, that was one of the top three besides three, Stable and Corey. Three thumbs up for that one. Yeah, um, hell yeah. And she was Matt Hardy's girlfriend, wasn't she? Yeah, I think she and Matt Hardy had started dating at the time because Matt had just dumped Lita because Lita was actually seen in real life Adam Copeland later on Edge. Yeah, and then they were together for a while before Edge dumped her, and then uh, Edge ended up marrying Beth Phoenix. Yes, you're right, Gerard. That was oh, correct. Oh, yeah, I, rem- I remember the whole Edge-Lita thing. I think, we all, I think we all do. Okay. Yep. Happy 41st birthday to Shelton James Benjamin. Yeah, this is a guy who I think could be making his way back to the WWE, hopefully along with Charlie Haas, probably with one of the most underrated teams back in the early 2000s, the world's greatest tag team. I mean, I'd like to see them battle uh, also uh, possibly American Alpha. Wouldn't that be a nice uh, matchup? American Alpha That would be a hell of a matchup. Yes, it would. I mean, you got two of the old veterans of Haas and Benjamin who have been very successful in Japan and in WWE in the early part of the 2000s. And now you've got a great team in Chad Gable and Jason Jordan, American Alpha, with that phenomenal match we understand last week at NXT in the two out of three falls match against the revival of Bash and Dawson. I mean, just wow. I mean, that would be amazing if you put them four in the ring. All right, Happy please. 57th birthday to Kevin Nash. Yes, our Black Widow's uh, husband, so to speak, if you will. Big Sexy, Big Daddy, Cool Oz, uh, Diesel, if you will, whatever you want to call him. However, the man himself, the master of the NWO, and of course, who is also Gerard's uh, twin brother, if you will, as I like to say now. However, Big Daddy, Cool Diesel. Happy birthday to the man from uh, Detroit, Michigan, of course, now living in Arizona, I believe, in Phoenix. Yep. Former uh, WWE champion who held the belt for 358 days. Yeah, he was the longest-term champion in the... That's right, he was the longest-term champion in the 90s, however. He held that record for close to a year because he had won the belt from Backlund at the Garden in eight seconds at the time. And then I remember it was on a Saturday night he won in the Garden. And then two nights later, he came on Raw with the new title, and Vince interviewed him to start out Raw. I think it was in uh, the old Manhattan Center they did that show at. Or it was close to the Manhattan Center, I think, either in Connecticut or maybe it was in uh, Massachusetts. And uh, he comes out sporting the gold, and he does uh, his best Jackie Gleason impression, saying, how sweet it is. Big Daddy's got all the gold now. And, of course, he had some great matches, of course, in WWE over the years with uh, not only uh, Shawn Michaels, but his good friend Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, of course, Triple H, his click buddies, if you will. And, of course, he is just a hell of a sweetheart, however, and I know a lot of people talk to him outside of him, and they say he's not like uh, his character. He's real uh, rude and narcissistic. Well, guess what, people? I have only two words to say to you. Suck it, because he's not that mean. I heard he's a real cool dude. He's down-to-earth. He's polite. He's really easy to get to know once you get to become friends with him. Hell, he'll be your buddy going to buy a beer from him. What's that, Gerard? I was going to say, I bet those fans were probably being uh, mean to him or being... uh doing something he probably didn't like. That's why he probably was mean. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. 
Of course, he's had some great matches over there. Some people say he's not had many great matches. Personally, I think his whole career has been very unique. I don't care. Even when he was Oz, he was having bad matches. He's still a pretty good guy. So definitely happy birthday to the Hall of Famer, Mr. Jackknife City himself, Mr. Powerbomb, the master of the original Powerbomb before Kevin Owens and Psycho Sid, Kevin Big Daddy Cool Nash. So happy birthday, Big Daddy Nash. Okay, what do we got for Sunday? All right. 28 years ago, the NWA with Jim Crockett Promotions presented the Great American Bash 1988, the price for freedom. Yes, that was a great pay-per-view, I remember. One of the better match, one of the better pay-per-views in the late 80s, the NWA did, I remember. And one of the matches that was really good on this one, and I remember watching it recently, was Barry Windham taking on Dusty Rhodes, I remember. And J.J. Dillon was in a shark tank above the ring, about 15 feet up or 20 feet above the Baltimore Arena. I remember watching this match not too long ago. Great match there. 1998, WWCW presented the L.A. Mailey. From the Great Western Forum in Inglewood, California. Yeah, that was an internet pay-per-view, I remember. Cause yes, w- it was an internet. Yeah, because WCW, I tried to or- I remember watching it, and I remember Jeff Katz and Mark Madden were working that show. And uh, what was the main event? I, I can't remember now. King was- and Ho- Hollywood Hogan. That's right, that's right. It was a street fight, an L.A. street fight. Steel Cage. Oh, Steel Cage, that's right. Okay, yeah, I thought it was a street fight. Okay, you're right, that's correct. Yes, it was. And that was one of the last few times, I think, WCW went to Los Angeles because uh, they only went one other time, I think, and that was in the early part of 2000. But other than that, they never made trips out to, like, L.A. I mean, they did go to California, but they went to, like, places like San Francisco, San Diego, but they would never hit L.A. like the Forum or even uh, the brand-new Staples Center because, like I said, by that time, they were pretty much out of business. Yep. Fifteen years ago in 2001, Jeff Hardy beat Mike Austin to win the WWE Hardcore Championship. Yeah, it was just two weeks after he had won the belt in Madison Square Garden. And this show was probably remembered for Kurt Angle's rendition of Jimmy Crack Corn in 2009. Oh, my God, that's right. This moment was selected as the fifth greatest in SmackDown history. You know what? You have it? I think, yes. Cue it. We got to hear it. I forgot all about hearing this. Yeah, this is another moment, ladies and gentlemen, that John found for us. So get ready to hold on to your seats, guys. This is going to be pretty funny. Play it. Joe's my relationship with Vince McMahon. It's just the fact that I can say, hey, you can say, I'm people over you make me nervous. Not an outward way. That was about the same time Austin was ready to take that guitar to Angles and just bash him with her, just breaking in half like John Belushi did in Animal House. I remember that now. Oh, my God. That's great. That is absolutely great. All right. Today would have been the 90th birthday of Reginald Lazowski, best known to wrestling fans as The Crusher. 
who we just talked about, actually. Happy, and oh, yes. Yeah. Very unique guy in his own right. Happy 90th birthday, Crusher. I think he passed away uh, at the age of 70 or 71, I want to say, back in the late 80s, I think it was. I read somewhere about his bio over the weekend. I can't remember. Okay. All right. Now, let's get on to the Monday. Yes. What do we got for today? Get on to the main event. Yes. All right. It's Happy 7-Eleven Day. <laughs> yep. Yes, it is. That means you ha- you need to get your free Slurpee. <laughs> yes. Yeah, good po- good, yeah, you're right. In a way, yeah, that's true. That's very true. In Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Angela Savaldi beat Dory Funk Sr. to win the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. 55 years ago today... Gene Kinski beat Vern Gagne to win the AWA World Heavyweight Championship. Well, Vern took on a lot of, I mean, took on a lot of people. And Kinski, as you know, we all know about him. Of course, he was the very special guest referee in that infamous Harley Race Ric Flair Steel Cage match of '83. At two separate NWA Great American Bash events, Lex Luger beat Nikita Koloff to win the NWA U.S. Title in Greensboro, North Carolina, which is. Our boss, Chad Henshaw's neck of the woods. Yep, very close to it, actually. And, of course, the call and, in o- and in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Dr. Jeff Steve Williams beat Big Bob Rogers, who we all know is the big was the big false man to win the USWF Heavyweight Championship. And I think at one time Luger and the Doc actually fought each other in the ring uh, in the NWA when Doc came to the NWA in the late 80s, early 90s, after UWF was bought out, however. And I've talked so much about the Doc. I mean, talk about a big, strong, big bruiser. I mean, this guy was a four-time All-American in football at OU. Of course, he did very well in wrestling uh, as a tag team champion with the late Terry Bam Bam Gordy here in the States and big time over in Japan. Uh, he left us, unfortunately, many years, some time back, however, due to cancer in his 50s. Uh, of course, he was Jim Ross's best friend. Uh, a friend of mine told me that Dr. Death was just one of the most unique guys, big men in the sport. Luger, we know about his history. I would have to say, and I've been petitioning this for the last few years, and I want to keep on petitioning. I want to even make it known here on Raw Radio. I want to start it here today, and I hope everyone can back me up on this whether it's you guys or anyone else, please put the doc in next year. I'm telling you people, please put Dr. Death in. He is so well-deserved. I mean, he's a great tag team champion. He was a pretty good, decent world's champion. He had some great matches with a lot of unique individuals. And as far as his uh, background goes, what can we say about the man? The man's done it all. Yes. All right. 17 years ago today, WCW presented Bash at the Beach from the National Star Rental Center in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they in this and this, uh, this matchup, this matchup intrigues me. Hmm. The junkyard invitational. Oh match. yes, this is when uh, Fit Finley uh, had his career stop basically end early because of a very very serious injury. Because uh, the Sandman was in this match, I remember. Yes. Okay. Yep. All right, and also Randy Savage won the WCW World Heavyweight Championship in a tag team match. That's right, one of the few times he would do that. That's right, that was very unusual when that happened, I remember, because that's on one of his DVDs, they play that match, actually. I think that was the same event, if I remember, that night. Didn't Sid make his return to WCW about that time, too? Uh, No, I think it was Great American Bash. 
Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah. WWE Vengeance was from the Hartford Civic Center. Yes, right in their backyard, so to speak. Edge beat Randy Orton to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship, and Matt Hardy upset Kane in a no-disqualification match. Yes, and I think that was about the time when Matt and Kane were doing the whole Kane and Lita thing. Of course, Lita was forced to marry Kane. Kane came out in the white suit, and of course, Kane then tombstoned the priest. And, of course, that led to the big matchup between Kane and Matt Hardy. And speaking of, 11 years ago today on Raw, from East Rutherford, New Jersey. Speaking of Matt Hardy, he made his return to WWE three months after he left the company, after he was released from the company. That's right. And wasn't it, you said 11 years ago, wasn't that, uh, I'm thinking it may have been two years before, I don't remember, was that the same night Eric Bischoff showed up, or was that a couple years before that? I can't remember now. Yeah, yeah Matt Hardy cut a, a little bit of a pipe bomb. Do we have that soundbite queued up? Yeah. All right. Let's listen to that. You're going to love this. All right. Yeah, but he was released a few days later, and then I think it was later that week, however, if I remember correctly, also, that he called into the, uh, if you remember WWE's uh, internet show, it's called Bite This, he, uh, Lita was on the show, and I guess Lita was asked by, at the time, Todd Grisham about the whole ordeal that happened, however, and she didn't want to get in, and then Matt came on and started uh, ripping apart her and Edge, and uh, he uh, just... Uh, Totally uh, stood his ground. He wanted to tell everyone how he really truly felt about the whole ordeal, and it was it was quite interesting. Seven years ago in Las Vegas, Brock Lesnar beat Frank Mir via TKO in the second round to unify the UFC heavyweight and interim heavyweight championship. Huh. Yep. Um. Let's see what else. Five years ago, Sting beat Mr. Anderson to win the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Yes. Yep. Four, WWE announced it had made $5 million investment in social media service, Cal. Hmm. Yep. Um, and also, three years ago today, WWE opened the Performance Center in Winter Park, Florida. And it's done pretty well, hasn't it? Yep. And happy 36th birthday as well to Theodore James Wilson, known to wrestling fans as Tyson Kidd. Yes, and we still have heard, however, 
Uh, Heard, however, we don't know if he'll be returning to wrestling anytime soon. I would doubt it. I believe there's one more guy. I'm not real sure. You'll have to double-check, John. But I think it's also Hacksaw Butch Reed's birthday today, too. Yeah, may have been. I'm not sure. Okay, we'll definitely check on that. So, is that all we got? Yep, that's it. And uh, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Give me, like, five minutes to come back. and, Ooh, right, and we'll, uh, we'll talk for about five minutes, and we'll wait for you when you come back, and we'll get into our big uh, headline of the day. So, uh, all right, thank you very much there, John. All right, while John Gross has stepped out, ladies and gentlemen, we got Gerard T. Smith, the phenomenal one, with me here now, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, a lot diving into over the last three days, of course, certainly with birthdays and dates in history. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts about all these birthdays and dates in history? A lot over the last three days. Uh, yeah, uh, very uh, great moments, and uh, I remember some of them, and some of them, well, I remember most of them, so some yes. of them I forget, and uh, Kevin Nash's birthday, I always remember, it's yes. kind of funny, because Kevin Nash is like July 9th, mm-hmm. Triple H is around... I forget when his birthday is. I think it's the 20th or 21st, I think. I want to say around that time. I think it's late, mid to late July, somewhere in that ballpark. I thought uh, HBK's was around in July, too. Yeah, I'm going to take a look at that in just a second. I'm going to let you know about that. I mean, I'm pretty sure. And Xbox, I thought it was the... I'll I'll check Xbox right now. I think Xbox is this week. The 13th. Yeah, so it's coming up uh, here in just two days. It's coming up this Wednesday. I think. Hold on. All right. Yeah, July 13th. He'll be 44. Yeah, so that's two days from now. And Sean is coming up this year. He'll be 50 coming up, actually, uh, in about 11 days. So there you go. The showstopper. We will definitely uh, be talking about him. Here, as he will be turning 52 days before Battleground, if you will. And uh, Triple H is at the end of the month, yeah, he'll be 46. So, uh, three members of the, the Click, however, three members of the Click celebrating their birthday this month, however. So, you talk about three great Hall of Famers, three great guys, however, uh, celebrating a birthday. I mean, it's going to be definitely a very, very happy birthday for them, however, in the next only, few weeks. Only one out of the mix is Scott Hall. His is October 24th. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Speaking of Scott Hall, however, uh, I want to talk to you a little bit. I did watch a little. Bit. I did watch the rest of that DVD, however, earlier this morning. However, and I'll tell you what, it was really, really good. I mean, it really, really good. Yeah, you got to check it out. It was. It was really good. I mean, it really. It was sad, but it was very unique. Let's just say. And uh, I was wondering if you had a chance. Hard time coming up. Yeah, a lot, definitely. No question about it. I mean, no question about it. Um. And uh, like I said, how I, if you if you haven't had a chance to get it yet, I would get it probably the next few couple days before they sell. Yeah, it. I'm gonna get it here uh, probably pretty soon. All right, very good, very good. And uh, of course, um, like I said, uh, let's see, uh, let's see. Uh, when John gets back, of course, we will be talking about the top ten. 
uh, of our opinion, however, the fantasy draft is coming up next Tuesday, if you will. Um, let me, I was talking to John also about that. I didn't get your opinion about this. Well, if John's out busy and tied up at the moment, let's get your take on this. Uh, Vince McMahon, we understand the boss himself, will be showing up there tonight, we understand, in Detroit Rock City. Uh, should be very, very interesting. Howard, what do you expect uh, he will do tonight there in uh, Detroit Rock City, shall we say there, uh, Gerard? Um, I say he's there to pump the draft. Um, or, well, not pump it, but like promo it or whatever. Yep. Um, I say... Eric Bischoff will come yep. out. Well, this is just, I don't yeah. know if he will, but I'm pretty sure he will. But that would be pretty awesome to see mm-hmm. Eric Bischoff. Um, I don't know what else you could do. Uh, it would mm-hmm. be awesome if Kevin Nash would come out. But he's not, well, he's from Detroit, but he doesn't right. live in Detroit. That would still be cool if he came out. But that would probably not happen. But it would be really awesome, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. I would agree. I would definitely agree, and like I said, of course, uh, we are we have not heard if he will be there tonight. Referring to uh, Nash or Bischoff, we do know that they have announced already two matches advertised for tonight's show. One of them, I believe, however, it will be how I just uh, let me see here in just a second. I just saw it here. I'll tell you in a minute what it is, and also I believe we have an update on Survivor Series now. Uh, here we go. We have heard, however, that right now these matches have been announced for tonight. It will be. Sasha Banks, the boss, taking on Dana Brooke. So you can imagine that Dana will have, of course, her BFF, if you will. Let's just say, however, Miss Charlotte Flair in her corner, let's just say. Well, Sasha, I'm sure, will have no one in her corner. Um, Also tonight for the U.S. title, it will be Rusev taking on Long Island IC, Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder, of course, coming off a pretty good win last week, however, mind you. And a quick side note, though, before I get your picks on these two, Gerard, it was announced today and it has now been confirmed, ladies and gentlemen, that WWE will be returning to Toronto on Sunday, November 20th, at the Air Canada Center with Survivor Series. So, yes, folks, especially you, Gerard, the Survivor Series is coming back to Canada. Tickets go on sale this Friday morning, so be sure to check your Ticketmaster, however, and get your tickets early for the big event there. That will be held on Sunday, November 20th, the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Uh, Gerard, as I was saying, your thoughts about the two matches tonight and now also the announcement of Survivor Series coming up to your neck of the woods there near Toronto. Well, they should be pretty good matches. Uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And, yeah, it's pretty awesome there would be a pay-per-view in uh, Toronto again. Yes, and uh, back could, in the day there was a lot. Oh yes, I mean they used to do shows at the Air Canada Center quite a bit, and they used to do a lot of Raws and Smackdowns. It's been a while since they've done a pay per view up there in Canada. Of course, I think the last one was of course earlier this year with Roadblock on the network. But uh, as far as main big pay per view, whether it be a SummerSlam, a Survivor Series, even a Royal Rumble, it's been a long time coming. And speaking of which, our uh, I just found this out. I'm sure you saw the. You didn't hear the news this morning, but I will. Tell everyone the news now. One news story that we kind of left out today, however, surprisingly, we understand that the WWE announced today, IMG announced the acquisition, believe it or not, of UFC, uh, believe it or not, however, for $4 billion. That's right, $4 billion. What? Yeah. According what? to WWE report, bought it? Listen to, yeah, this is the story. Listen to this. WWE, it says... The following press release was issued to announce the sale of UFC to WWE IMG. 
WWE IMG announced the acquisition of UFC, the world's premier professional mixed martial arts organization. A global leader in entertainment and sports with a portfolio of more than 800 owned, operated, and or commercially represented events, WWE IMG will also serve as UFC's operating partner. WWE IMG, which is a proven track record of um, building lean sports brands, will focus on accelerating the sports popularity and presence around the world. Silver Lake Partners and KKR will join WWE IMG as new strategic investors along with MSD Capital LP and MSD Partners LP, which will provide preferred equity financing. Uh, said WWE IMG's co-CEOs Ariel Emanuel and Patrick Whitesell, we've been fortunate over the years to represent UFC and a number of its remarkable athletes. It's been exciting to watch the organization's incredible growth over the last decade under the leadership of the Ferretta brothers, Dana White, and their dedicated team. We're now committed to pursuing new opportunities for UFC and its talented athletes to ensure the sport's continued growth and success on a global scale. Um, continuing on. Founded in 1993, UFC is one of the largest and fastest-growing sports brands in the world, particularly among millennials. The organization produces more than 40 live events annually and is the largest pay-per-view event provider in the world, broadcasting over 156 countries and territories to nearly 1.1 billion TV households worldwide in 29 different languages. UFC continues to capitalize on digital distribution platforms by its wholly-owned subscription over-the-top service. Uh, fight Pass, delivering exclusive live events, thousands of fights on demand, and original content to fans around the globe. Uh, Lorenzo J. Ferretta, however, chairman and CEO of UFC, said, We're confident that the new ownership team of WWIMG, with whom we've built a strong relationship over the last several years, is committed to accelerating UFC's global growth. Most importantly, our new owners share the same vision and passion for this organization and its athletes. Upon closing, Lorenzo Ferretta will step down from day-to-day operations, but Frank Ferretta III and Lorenzo Ferretta will both retain a passive minority interest in the organization. WWE IMG's strategic investment partners include leading global investment firms Silver Lake and KKR, who have a track record of growing strong business enterprises and diverse industries together. Silver Lake first made a strategic minority investment in WME, in 2012 to support the company's development of new business models and distribution channels leveraging the converge of content creation and technology. And John, I can hear John, he'll be back in a second. Silver Lake subsequently reinvested in WME and supported its management team in the company's 24 acquisition of IMG. Uh, here, here I am. Okay, uh, John, I'm just finishing up the story. You're going to be blown away when Gerard's take on this. I'm going to get your take, too. Each year, however, mind you, however, IMG produces more than 52,000 hours of sports programming and arranges to distribute an additional 32,000 hours on behalf of more than 200 clients, including major sports leagues and associations like the All England Lawn Tennis and Croquet Club, a.k.a. Wimbledon, the NFL, Premier League, Major League Soccer, and EuroLeague. The company also operates one of the largest sports training institutions in the world, IMG Academy. The UFC transaction is subject to customary closing conditions. Terms of the transaction are not disclosed, but the sale price is believed per numerous reports is to believe believed to be around four million. Gerard, your take wow. on this whole thing. Like so they're only like part owners, right? I think so, until they get the whole thing signed and sealed, yeah, but now I think that's what they're saying right now, yes. Well, so that would bring you back to your other question that you asked me earlier. Right. If Brock will 
stay in the UFC. Well, I guess he will now because it's, uh, and then we'll see probably crossovers now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, like I said, I mean, that's that's just crazy how much they got sold for. I mean, that's just absolutely just. And Dana you know, White, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> they They could. They could with the new ownership, or if not, he could join their board. I don't know. I mean, this, this is going to be very, very interesting. This is just, this is just oh, crazy. Dana White hates WWE. Oh, I know he does. I know he does. And he's got to be sick to his stomach seeing this now even more. John, as I was uh, telling Gerard, as just as you were coming back on the line, however, real quick, however, they announced, of course, a couple matches for tonight. Uh, one of them is going to be Sasha Banks taking on uh, Dana Brooke, and of course the other one, Rusev versus Zack Ryder, and also interesting, I believe there's a battle royal, believe it or not, to be determined who will be the new uh, IC champion, I think the new number one contender for the IC, but I'll have to double check again to be sure, but uh, what are your t- what's your take on the matches tonight? Oh, my favorite one, the battle royal, should be interesting. Yes, it should. Let's see here. I'm just checking here. If How many good. people is in this battle royal? They have not said, but it says it. Me. I'm in the battle royal. Yeah, you in the battle royal. Only you told your name that, John. No, they just what? said it's... No, a, I'm, a, I'm only teasing. I'm only What's teasing. it for? What does the winner it's get? The, uh, number, the number one contender spot to the IC title. Oh. So... Yeah, that's going to be interesting. And then the other thing, uh, John, as I was mentioning to Gerard, just as you were coming back on the air, however, is they announced already how the tickets will be going on sale this Friday at the Survivor Series in the Air Canada Center in Toronto. will be held Sunday, November 20th. Your thoughts about WWE returning to Toronto? Oh, my thoughts on that. Well, we all knew what happened in Canada back in 1997 in Montreal Survivor Series. Right. So... Hopefully it won't be in Mont. Thank goodness it won't be in Montreal. So yeah. Survivor, so Canada, better be careful once again when Survivor Series is here. Well, I think they will, and I think they've learned from the lessons since the last time it happened, and I definitely think. I mean, so. think about it. Yeah. Events happening in Toronto. We right. had Warrior versus Hogan at WrestleMania Six. Right. Brock versus Hogan at WrestleMania Eighteen. Correct. Um, if I'm forgetting others, just I think I think you 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 got you got them pretty much. I mean that's pretty much the nail on the head. And uh, like I said, we're gonna definitely gonna see the other story I was talking about. However, as you were just coming back to the line, Howard, I'm gonna throw. I can't say. It. I was taking my shower. I know you were, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let Gerard handle the plug in a second. Uh, I was talking about this uh, the UFC today. It was announced that WWE IMG has announced the acquisition of UFC, however, believe it or not, for over $4 billion, according to reports. What's your uh, take on this, John? I got to say it's wow. Yeah, I I think we're all feeling that right now. I mean, when I heard about this this morning, like just now, I'm, I'm even speechless myself. I mean, this is crazy, and that leads me to wonder, I mean, as you were coming back on the line, we were talking about Dana, Gerard just mentioned Dana White. I'm going to ask you, where does this leave Dana White, do you feel? <laughs> like Gerard said, he's fired. He could. <laughs> he very well could. You're right, he could. I mean, at the same time, he might stay on board. They might uh, keep him as a consultant. I don't really know. Uh, I will be back in uh, two seconds, Gerard. Why don't you handle the puck? I'll be right back. Alrighty. One seven two four 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 four. 7444, that ID number is 138744, press pound, press 1, 
And you can talk to J.D. the Iceman. You can talk to John the Human Suflex Machine. And you can talk to me, KNWGTS. And I don't know if there's anybody else on the chat box. And if there is, I apologize. All right, I'm back. All right, I'm back now. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, we were just getting some breaking news in now, ladies and gentlemen, into the studio. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, apparently it's, and of all places, where in Michigan, believe it or not, we understand, and we. I'm just trying to find this story out right now, and it seems like Michigan is quite in the news, however. Uh, we understand this is just, I just found this out a few minutes ago as I was just coming back to the line, however. Um, uh, we understand, however, I think this happened just... Uh, it says right now, according to CBS, however, Chicago and KELO in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, we understand there was another shooting today at a courthouse in Michigan. Oh, Several no. have been reported dead, according to reports. We're still trying to get information into the studio right now. It was held. I'm just trying to find this out right now, so please bear with me here, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are. According to uh, WZZM, however, at the Barron County Courthouse, however, we understand, however, that three people were killed in a shooting this afternoon. Two bailiffs, however, and the shooter appeared dead. The courthouse is now under lockdown. Further details are still coming in. So we are definitely going to keep uh, you up to date with this story, however, before the day's out. So, again, a very another heartbreaking tragedy after what happened this last Thursday in Dallas, Texas. We all know what happened there on Thursday night, early Friday morning. And our thoughts and prayers are still with those people in Dallas this weekend today and in our prayers almost every day since this happened but again this afternoon apparently another very heartbreaking tragedy this time in all places Michigan uh, just outside of uh, the Barron County Courthouse which I believe is up around Kalamazoo or Saginaw I'm not real sure exactly where that is maybe Dearborn but we understand according to WZZM how our three people have been reported dead including two bailiffs and the shooter according to WZZM Television. So we're definitely going to keep you up to date with that before we go off the air this afternoon. If we hear anything else before the day's out, we will be sure to pass it along to you. All right, guys. Uh, with that said, uh, let's do something positive rather than negative and dwell on the negative here. And today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I thought about this, however, and I thought this would be a great idea to do it, however. Uh, we are going to do our own mock draft, if you will. Usually we have a few more people joining us, and hopefully they'll be joining us here on the line this afternoon before the day's out. But if not, i got my big three with me to talk about the mock draft. We'll have a top 15. In fact, I'm going to get my uh, pencil and paper here if I can just reach into my desk here. Yes, I got it here. Okay. We're going to play uh, the mock draft style. However, Everyone's going to have 15 picks. However, they can do their top 15. I'm going to mark them in for everyone. And everyone will be doing their own version of the upcoming draft, which will be coming up on the USA Network, coming up a week from tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, live on USA. Of course, we will tell you uh, who we think will be our top 15. Of course, everyone will be uh, be uh, doing their own draft, if you will. So let me get this in right now. And I'm going to work on just get this done real quickly. So please... Bear with me here, ladies and gentlemen, as I'm just finishing up uh, one last thing before we get into it today. And if you want to give 
your thoughts too. You can weigh in. Just give us a call one seven two four 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 seventy four fifty four right now. Caller ID one three eight seven four four pound, and you can talk to the big three, the Iceman, the Human Suplex Machine, and the phenomenal and king of your Gerard T. Smith right now. As we will give you our top fifteen picks for the upcoming draft. So, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we are ready to do some drafting here, as we like to do it here this afternoon. We need everyone's opinion. And uh, we're ready to go. So with that said, the first pick and the first overall uh, person that will be drafting, I turn it over to the man himself, Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, who is your first pick going to be and for what brand, please? All right. It's going to be Seth fucking Rollins. And he's going to raw. All right, so Gerard is off and running with the architect himself, the master of the plan of the shield. He will go to Monday Night Raw at number one. John, you're next. Well, I'll pick Dean Ambrose. All right, and who does Dean go to? SmackDown. Smack- Ooh, okay, so he goes to SmackDown. I'll go next. I'll take AJ Styles, and I'm going to take SmackDown with AJ. So... Two of us have SmackDown, one of us has Raw here early in the going. Okay, back again we go around one more time. Gerard, you're at number two. Who do you got? I got Luke Gallows, and because AJ is going to SmackDown, he'll have to go to SmackDown too, because if they break up the club, I'm going to have a fit. Okay. (laughs) All right, so Gallows to SmackDown. John, you're next. Um... I'll say Carl Anderson to SmackDown. Carl Anderson goes to SmackDown. Okay, so the club all together as one happy family on SmackDown. You know what? I'm going to take Finn Balor, and I'm going to go with Raw. I think Finn Balor makes a presence on Raw. The Demon makes his uh, presence on Monday night. That's my number two pick. All right, we're at number three now as we are two picks into this draft, and uh, next again is our fearless leader once again. So, Gerard, please. Alrighty. Um, he's a prize fighter. He's from Canada. Mr. Papa Powerbomb, Kevin Owens, and he's going to Raw. Alright, so KO goes number three. Uh, John, you're next. Okay. Um, I will pick, uh, John Cena. Alright. From Raw. No, from SmackDown. Okay, SmackDown, you say. Okay. You know what? I'm going to go once again to the NXT ranks, and I'm going to go Sami Zayn, and I'm going to take Sami over to SmackDown. That's my third pick. Okay, number four. Gerard, you're up again. Alright. Um, need to... Dip into the ladies' division with my fourth pick. I'm going to go with I know my pick, I just don't know where to put her. Um Big time. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick Paige and I'm going to put her Put her on SmackDown. 
All right, so you'll take Paige, and she will go to SmackDown. Okay, uh, John, you're next. Um, well, I will put Sasha Banks on Raw. Ooh, okay, so the boss stays on Raw. And you know what? I'm going to take my girl, Becky Lynch. As much as I want her to stay on Monday nights, I think SmackDown needs a diva, so I'm going to take Becky over on SmackDown. Yep. Okay, so four picks in, guys. Some pretty good picks so far from you guys. Uh, we're halfway through. We're going to number five. Gerard, you're up one more time. All right, I'm going to pick. Because Paige needs her boyfriend, Alberto yeah. Del Rio, to smack down. Alberto Del Rio. They should actually put them on screen together. Yeah, they should. I agree. I agree. It would be interesting. I mean, hopefully they'll start doing that. I mean, so Alberto Del Taco goes to SmackDown. Okay, John, you're up. <laughs> does it ever, does, do you ever get tired of saying Alberto Del Taco? No, never, because he is. <laughs> he, 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 right. He's making a run for the, he, he's already not making a run for the border. I mean, he might be going back to the border. You never know, but I mean, right now he's not in this case because he's with Paige. Go on. All right, Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho to SmackDown. I'm sorry, Gerard, I had to pick him. Yeah, you know, I was almost gonna, I was almost gonna take him actually, and you stole him from me. Okay, since Becky's on SmackDown, I'm gonna go with, hmm. And JD for yeah. that, I'm sorry too. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, oh boy. Okay, I need someone to go back on Raw. Let's go with, hmm. Oh, boy, this is tough. This is really tough for me. You know what, though? I think you're going to see, however... Um, uh, all right. I'm going to go with a wild card pick here. I'm going to say... I've only got a woman there, but I need another guy. Okay, I got it. Let's go with Chad Gable from uh, freaking NXT, and he makes it on Raw. I thought you said our balls for a minute. What's that? I thought you said our boss for a minute. Yeah, I, I taught myself. I almost said Chad. Uh, I almost said Chad, actually, but no. Chad Gable from uh, Raw goes to Raw from the uh, the American Alpha team. I think you're gonna see it. You're gonna see a new uh, guy make a big splash in a hurry. So that's my fifth pick. All right, to number six, Gerard, you're up one more time. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with. The Miz, because he's awesome, and we're going to stick him on Raw. All right, Miz stays on Raw, okay. All right, John, you're up at six. What do you got? Well, I'm going to, speaking of champions, I'm going to take the United States title SmackDown. Rusev goes to SmackDown. Rusev Crush. Rusev Crush goes to SmackDown, Okay. All right. You know what? I'm going to say Cesaro goes to SmackDown next. That's my pick. I'll take Cesaro on to SmackDown. So I get that one. All right. Number seven. Lucky seven coming out of the shoot. What do we got at seven? Seven, the lucky number. Seven is the lucky number, yes. Uh, Let me see. Seven, seven, seven. Running out of heels, I think. Um, hold on. Mm. 
Sheamus, and he's going to go to Raw. All right. All right, Sheamus goes to Raw. Okay. All right. Uh, John, who do you got? And it's a tough one pick, but I'm going to have to go with uh, Kane for Monday Night Raw. Kane to Raw. You know what? I'm going to go back to Raw again, and I'm going to take Apollo Crews. I like this kid. This kid has a lot of fire, and I'm going to take him, and I'm going to make him my one of my uh, surprises here at 7. So that is my number 7 pick. Okay, to number 8. I'm going to pick, and it should be... Oh, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I'll pick him later down the line if no one picks him. I'm picking... All right. This is for MLD, the Viper, Randy Orton. He's got to go to... I think he's got to go on Raw. Okay, and I just heard from her, and she says she's going to try and come on. So we're going to get her pick, obviously, hopefully, with her picks, too. We'll get hers, and hopefully we'll get MLDs as well. So they can uh, weigh in with their uh, guesses, too. Okay, uh, good pick there, uh, Gerard. Very, very good pick there. How at number eight, John? Who do you got number eight? Number eight has to be. Uh, let's see. Um, boom, 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 boom. Um. All right, Dolph Ziggler. All right, and who does Dolph go to? SmackDown. SmackDown. Okay. And you know what? I was going to use this pick later on down the road, but I will use it now. Uh, since Becky's gone off to SmackDown, however, I am going to put, however, Bailey on Monday nights. Hugs for everyone, people. Get ready. The hug train is a-coming, and Bailey's going to make Raw very, very exciting. So that's my number eight pick. Okay, number nine. Gerard, you're up. Well, talking about dipping into the Divas pool... I gotta get the best. Well, not the best, but she thinks he's the best. Woo! Charlotte's going to go. Now I think she's gonna be on both shows. Kind okay, of. we can do that too, guys. You can well, throw that in. I, well, she won't be on both. Uh, how is that gonna work? Like that. That. Sorry to go off track, but that that brings me to. Uh, how is that going to work? <laughs> That's a good question. That's what I was going to say. I mean, with everyone, everyone can do that if they want. Uh, I don't know if they're going to defend it one week on both shows. and Like, say, for instance, Charlotte would defend it on Raw and not on SmackDown and have the night off and then defend it on SmackDown and not on Raw. I don't know. That's a good question, Howard. I mean, you, you could say if you want to do both, Howard. That's fine. It doesn't matter because, I mean, until they get things finalized, Howard, you well, could do yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, no, uh, you can't do that either. I was going to say, they could be on one show and then defend it at a pay-per-view, but then you can't have the, the build-up, right? Right, yeah, that's true. Uh, what they should do, and they won't, I don't think. Almost in good. Bring back titles for each show. That's what they, they have. I agree. I think they have to. I, I would 100% agree with you there. Yeah, no gonna doubt. Be, it's going to be stupid because um like the heavyweight champion you know okay mm-hmm. guy from smackdown wants it 
well, how the hell is he going to get it? Like, there's no going to be buildup. Right, 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 right. That's 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 tough. I mean, do you still want Charlotte though, just in case? I mean, you want Charlotte? I can put you in for Charlotte right now, and then we'll. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do Charlotte. I'm gonna pick her uh, show to go on. I'll just put her on one show. Okay. Uh. hmm. What did you have, Randy? Again, just out of curiosity, SmackDown. Raw. Raw. No rise. Sorry. Okay. Um. Okay, I got it. Since most of the the divas are on SmackDown, I'm gonna put Charlotte on SmackDown. Okay. Uh, all right. SmackDown will be Charlotte's pick. Okay, John, you're up next. Um. Well, I'm gonna pick somebody big. Alrighty. And it and if he stays and stays, he's gonna be the big show. All right, uh, big show Guys, goes. Can with, you hear me? I can hear you fine. Uh, SmackDown. All right. Okay, just give me a second. And I'm next, so just bear with me. And of course, Chad said he would try to. Get, I asked Chad if he's going to make it today. He will not be able to make it, folks. So, again, our fearless leader, Mr. WCW himself, the birthday boy himself, the late birthday boy, I should say, turning 21 this past weekend. Happy <laughs> birthday to him. He's not 21. I know, but I'm just saying it. He was, uh, like I said, however, uh, celebrating a birthday a few days ago. So, uh, we want to. Uh, like I said, we will get his picks here in just a little bit, so uh, we will hear what he has to say with his top 15. Okay, my number nine pick, hmm, okay, I need someone to go back to SmackDown again. You know what, however, this guy should be on SmackDown, and I think he will be. Baron Corbin, the lone wolf. I think Corbin... Oh, was- man, I was going to pick him. <laughs> I knew you were. I think Gerard may have beat me, probably was going to do it before you, so I'll take the lone wolf at nine. All right, nine picks in, guys. We're at number 10 now. Who is number 10? Number 10 is... Oof. Oof. Um, I don't know what the heck they're going to do. I heard, I seen a story today that Kofi's supposed to break away from the New Day and get a big push. Yeah, I heard that too. I heard that in Xavier because it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Obviously, Xavier Woods met with Michael Cole this week, last week in the interview for him and said that they will be traveling to the Wyatt compound, however, mind you. So uh, we're going to have to wait and see what happens, obviously, tonight on Raw. I don't think they're going to keep them as a unit, but I hope they keep the club because the club is still new and fresh. And right. Everybody so, loves them, so they should keep them together. But the New Day has been together for, what, Two years now? Yeah, something like that. Yes, close to two years, yeah. They're like two-time champs, and they, they held the titles over 300 days. Uh, so Yeah, about that, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me see. Uh, like, there's a lot of tag teams. You kind of have to keep some of them together because you yes, break you do. them up, and then... You, you're not going to go back to the old days where they're going to just throw, hey, I'm going to throw, uh, you know, uh, uh, Baron Corbin with, uh, uh, 
I know who you're thinking of. Yep, I know exactly. Well, I'm just like saying, like throw two guys together that like have no chemistry or anything, and right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did that a lot of times uh, back yes. in the day. Yes, and, they uh, did. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I think you should keep some of the ta- well. I guess you can't really keep all the tag teams, but the tag team division was kind of heating up, and uh, I hope they don't really and destroy that. Guest seven is now logged into the chat. Guest seven, welcome to the show. However, we are very glad you're joining us. However, we uh, have a pretty good idea who you are. We like to hear your top vet team picks as well. So uh, if you can start listing them, we will write your picks in as well. Okay, but uh, so. I'm going to pick. All right, I'll pick this one. Somebody has to pick the other one to go with them. Because they're right. the same brand. Uh, sure. Well, you don't have to, but... Yeah. Uh, I just don't know what brand to put them on. Um, all right, I got it. Enzo Amore, because he's a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you yes. can't that. Yes. He's going to Raw. All right. Uh, John, you're next. You know what? You know what? You know what, Gerard? I think I'm going to have to go with Colin Cassidy myself for Raw. Big Cass goes to Raw. Okay, so there you go. So Kenzo and Cass stay together. Okay, Uh, let's see. Who's next? Uh, Me, obviously, at 10. Who do I want at 10? Hmm. Let's go with... Hmm... Oh, this is tough. This is real tough. Uh, let's see here. Um, we haven't had any good excitement besides Finn Balor. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take Samoa Joe, and I'm going to put him on Raw. The Joe Balor feud ignites on Raw. So, that is my pick. Okay. Is it number... because he's fat? No, because he's a dangerous person you don't want to fuck with, let's just say. Whoops, sorry about that, folks. I didn't mean to curse there, but he's a guy you don't want to screw with, believe me. Just ask Balor what happened in those three meetings he had with him recently, including the Steel Cage match. I saw the first two of NXT Dallas and uh, the London show, however. I mean, those were two great matches to watch. I just watched them over the weekend. All right, number 11. Back I'm sorry to for being Scott Steiner on that one. Yeah, I kind of... Well, I, I, sorry about that, folks. Yeah, I did do a little Scott Steiner there. Sorry. Okay, number 11, Gerard, you're back up. Well, we're going to pick them from NXT, which I think they're going to do. They're going to they're gonna go through that like a cheese through a grater. Yes. Um, I'm going to have to pick Austin Aries. Mm, okay. And we're going to put him... And he has to be heel because yes. I think he, he he really sets off the the tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, SmackDown. Okay. You got to build that up too. Yes, you do. I agree. Uh, John, you're next. Um, I think we should let Mark Henry if he still wrestles. Okay, where does he go? He goes SmackDown. All right. And I'm going to go SmackDown again, however. 
And my pick is another NXT guy. You all probably will kill me about this one, but Shinzi Nakamura, believe it or not. This guy is very, very good. Let me tell you what. He's sort of like a young uh, Muda, if you ask me, with his martial arts. So I'm going to take Nakamura over to SmackDown on this one. So we all have NXT guys. Two of us have the NXT guys here, if you will. Okay, number 12. We're at the Baker's Dozen right now. You know what? We're picking NXT, people. Yeah. We gotta pick. I'm not, I don't see how they're gonna do it. Like, if they rate all the people, how are they gonna have, like, well, I guess they'll still. They'll still have pick some talent there, people, yeah. Yeah, there's still some breaking in the business now, yeah. I think Askawa needs to come to the main roster. Ooh, Askawa, the Japanese female buzzsaw, okay. Yeah crazy. Her yeah, she's ass. she's good. She's good. She could, like, kick a wall in. I've seen her kick these people and it looks really oh. bad. Um, yeah, she did pretty good in that match with Bailey. I remember in Dallas back in March. I just watched that uh, about she two days. Two days before WrestleMania. Yeah, she, she beat Nia, uh, Nia Jax. Yeah. So, you're going to take Askua and you're going to go with her on what brand? Uh... Raw. Okay, Asuka goes to Raw. Okay, uh, John, what do you got? What have I got? Yep. Okay, I will pick Dana Brooke from SmackDown. Okay, SmackDown goes Dana Brooke. Okay, and so far, Chad has got some good ones. However, I think he's got some of mine, but these are his picks too. However, again, it can be again, guys. These can all be the same. However. Everyone can be, be entitled to their thing. He's taking John Cena to SmackDown at 15. 14 will be Apollo Crews to SmackDown. Uh, let's see what else he's got. Seth Rollins goes to Raw at 13, says Chad. Nakamura to Raw at 12. Not bad, Chad. I had him at my pick on SmackDown, so that's a good one there. Gallows to SmackDown. Big Show to Raw. Let's see here. Hold on a second. I'm just going to copy these here as we go along here. Uh, here. Hold on a second, folks. I'm just still... Smackdown. Okay. Big Show to Raw, he says. Ten. And, uh, like I said, Samoa Joe at Raw, however. Okay, Chad, I've got him so far. You can now list your top eight. And I will go with my 12th pick here, however. My 12th pick will be, since you took Askua, however, I need a female. However, I'm just looking at my females here. I've only got one female on the whole roster. You just mentioned Nia Jax. I think Nia Jax goes to Raw. So I'm going to take her at 12. All right, guys, number 13. Gerard, you're up Lucky again. number 13. He yes. will be back very soon. Yes. Neville. Ooh, I almost went with that on my next one, but that was good. Okay. Oh, he's going to go Smackdown. Smackdown to the Man of Gravity. Okay, John, who do you got at thirteen? If you want more, if you want high flyers yes. to a Smackdown to Raw, how about Kalisto? Hmm. Okay. Police. Police to Roy, you say. Okay. And you know what? 
since we are going high flying, I'm going to take Sin Cara and I'll put him over on SmackDown. I'm going to split up the Lucha Dragons team this time. I'm going to throw a wrench into this, guys. All right. Two more picks, guys. I mean, you've got some really, really doozies today. And like I said, hopefully MLD will be joining us here shortly. The Black Widow, Michelle Lindotsky. I'm looking forward to hearing her selections, however. We're at 14, and right now Gerard is up. Dale and Tommy should be back soon. Yes, yes. Yeah, he should. I agree. Yep. All right. Um... Where did you put uh, Nakamura? I put Nakamura on SmackDown. Because I think I'd love to see them two battle it out. Okay. Yeah, that would that'd be some great matches there. I can tell you right there. That's that's real good there. No question about it. Okay, John, 14. What do you got? 14. What do I have? <laughs> I'll have... Um, I'm going to break them up. Yeah. You know, and... I'm going to have to say Tyler Breeze to SmackDown. Ooh, okay. Prince Pretty going over to SmackDown. Okay. And you know what? I had this guy earlier, however, and I'm going to bring him over to Raw to become the next best tag team, however. Jason Jordan goes over to Raw as American Alpha is on Raw. So that's my pick. All right, guys. Last pick. Gerard, what's your final pick? Uh, Dawson to Raw. Ooh, nice. Okay. John? Um, let's see. The last but not least pick. Did anyone pick Dolph Ziggler? Yes, you did. The SmackDown. Oh, yes, I did pick Dolph Ziggler. All right. The last one has to be Titus O'Neil. Nice. Okay, where's Big Titus going? From Raw. Okay, two great picks, guys. And for me to close it out, I am going to take... Oh, this is tough. You know what, however? I am going to take... Oh, he's already off. You already had him at five, John. I was going to take him. Crap. (laughs) Okay, let's go with... um... Natty, and let's take her on, however, Raw. I'm going to take Natalia to Raw. Okay, and here's Chad's final picks, guys. He's got some good ones here, guys. Here we go. He's got Bailey at SmackDown at 8. Just let me get this in. Dean Ambrose, Raw. Charlotte to Raw. Orton, Raw. Believe it or not. So, some good ones here, Chad. Okay. Four. Roman to SmackDown. Uh, Ballard to Raw. I had him at two. Chad had him at three. So, that's pretty good there. I like that pick there, Chad. Carl Anderson to SmackDown. Uh, let me get this in. And number one at SmackDown. The master of the pop-up powerbomb. Your boy there, Gerard. Uh, Kevin Owens. So, everyone's got some pretty good picks here so far. Again, we can, sh- I mean, hopefully we'll have one more person call in and uh, weigh in with their picks. However, she will give us her picks, however, here. But, guys, all around, very, very good top 15 from everyone. I mean, this is going to be very... 
Uh, just a second here. Let me type this in. Okay, there we go. Everyone has everyone almost pretty much the same picks, however, in a lot of ways. So very, very good ones all around, guys, in more ways than one. one This is episode 51. Of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, and we are joining live right now by Mr. WCW Chad Inch on the chat box. But you got the phenomenal one, Gerard T. Smith, King NWO, if you will, the host of Attitude Radio each and every Saturday night. You can listen to him in the Black Widow, Michelle Lindos with Attitude Radio. This week, I'm sure they'll be back with another great Attitude show. We'll be talking about Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Also, preview a little more of the Battleground, the upcoming draft, mind you, which is next Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, that is 138982. And then, of course, you can join Gerard and myself tomorrow night for Wrestling Revisited, your time machine favorite show where we take you back to time and places of certain shows and events from yesteryear. And, of course, the call ID is 139926. I almost said five six. I meant to say two fives. The other show we'll talk about that in a second. And of course, we will be underway at seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time tomorrow night. Last week we had a great show for you, Survivor Series 1995. We looked back at that show. Of course, Wednesday night you can join Gerard, myself, and Miss Madness herself with the wrestling debate one three nine nine two five. That's the one I was talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, Gerard, myself, and the Black Widow talk about a lot of the uh, hot topics at the table this week. And who knows what we're going to talk about last week? We had a great debate show, of course, for you all last week. Of course, the King, of course, was out doing his thing. Of course, the Queen was doing her thing. But of course, the co-assistant. Uh, Servant, if you will, was doing his thing running the show, however, and we talked about Super Clash 3, if you will, a very, very unique show, let's just say, and of course you can go back and listen to that show and all of our shows each and every week on TalkShoe.com, whether it be Raw Radio, Wrestling Attitude, of course, Wrestling Revisited, of course, um... Also, Revolution, of course, tomorrow night. Don't forget to listen to Gerard and myself in the news desk. We will have your show up and running for you after 9 o'clock. John, of course, will have your birthdays and dates in history. We'll also talk about Raw tomorrow night on Revolution. That will be getting underway at 138055 pound around after 9 o'clock tomorrow night. As we will have probably a host of people joining our show tomorrow night. So it should be a fun, fun night of action. Uh, guys, we still got about less than 30 minutes left to talk about. Um, of course, we dived into quite a bit today. However, uh, like I said, we can talk a little bit about right now, a little bit about the ongoing uh, show that John will be attending a week from Sunday. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, that's another thing we can talk about real quick before we get into everyone's thoughts about that. Uh, John will be attending one of the big pay-per-views coming up a week from this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. On at, uh, and that'll be Battleground held in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., at the MCI Verizon Center. Of course, uh, John will be giving us his report, of course, on Raw Radio two weeks from today. And, of course, two weeks from today, Raw Radio will be in my neck of the woods, the Steel City, if you will, the City of Champions, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, ladies and gentlemen, and I will be at that show. So uh, John and I will be giving you a report, however, hopefully, however, the week after that show. How, Of course, John will be giving us his opinion about uh, what happened uh Battleground, of course, two weeks from today. And, of course, I will give you my thoughts two weeks from uh, today, what Raw might be like. And, of course, following Raw, of course, the next night after, of course, two weeks from tomorrow, as I will be attending Monday Night Raw at the Console Energy Center in Pittsburgh. Uh, but as we said, guys, uh, we've got some interesting matches going on so far. These are the matches that have been listed so far. we of course, got the big triple threat match still uh being discussed, and I don't know why they have not pulled this off the table yet and made it a one-on-one match, but I guess they're going to keep it as a triple threat until uh, such time is needed. However, it looks like they're going to go with it. However, as Roman Reigns will be returning from his 30-day suspension, maybe before then, depending on if they go with it or not, but it I don't will think be. that's right. I don't think he should get a shot now. 
I I would agree. Gerard was just going to say I was going to ask everyone's opinion about that. You're right. I, I would 100% agree with you. I think it should be one on one, and they should hold off that match until SummerSlam, maybe if they're smarter. If not, maybe later on down the road. Um, of course, it'll be Dean Ambrose taking on Seth Rollins, taking on also Roman Reigns. Uh, John, uh, you heard Gerard's opinion just now about this match. Uh, what's your take about this whole ordeal? Uh, I, I would. Oh wait a minute! I, uh, hold, before we do, ladies and gentlemen, John, before we get your answer, we have a surprise. Yes, folks, the Black Widow herself, Mrs. Brock Lesnar, Mrs. Billy Gunn, Mrs. Randall Keith Orton, if you will. She's all those things. She is Miss Madness, the First Lady of Wrestling, if you will, Miss Elizabeth herself, Michelle Lynn Dodds, joining us here this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Michelle, how are you today? I'm okay. Excellent. Well, you got John on, you got myself, and you got your brother on, Gerard. We were just doing our top 15, of course, from the mock draft. Uh, we were t- just about to dive into a little battleground early discussion, but first off, I'm going to get your thoughts of some of the big stories coming out today. First off, obviously the big one, your man, Brock Lesnar, having a good, good fight on Sunday night, however, or not Sunday night, Saturday night. What was your take about the fight? Well, hello, John and Gerard, first of all. Hey. Um. Second of all, to all the Brock Lesnar haters out there that said that he couldn't beat Mark Hunt, yeah, you can, yeah, you know what to do with that. <laughs> um, it was an excellent fight. I don't think I've ever, ever seen Brock Lesnar fight as good as he did this time. Uh-huh. Um, he's had really good fights, but I think this was one of his best. Yes. Uh, Mark Hunt was not ready. <laughs> he was not ready at all. Yep. He didn't know what to expect. Yes. Uh, you know, fighting the beast. Um, I thought it was an excellent fight, though, and it was great to see Brock whooping some ass, I can tell you that. Yes, certainly. Um, tonight, of course, as you know, Raw will be in Detroit, Rock City. Of course, the big news tonight, Vince McMahon returning to TV. Also, we've got three matches now announced. Rusev will be taking on Zack Ryder for the U.S. title, Sasha Banks against Dana Brooke, and a battle royal to determine the number one contender to the IC strap. What's your thoughts about tonight's show, Michelle, and especially with Vince returning? Ah, uh, well, I hope it's going to be a good show. Um, and Gerard, unfortunately, had to go. I think he'll try to call back before the show's out. But if not, Gerard, thank you for coming on today. However, we're very happy you can squeeze some time in. But hopefully, you'll be back with us in a few minutes. Or if not, we will check in with you later on. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, however. Okay, uh, Chad is with us, too. So Chad is still with us, however. So go on, Michelle. Sorry about that. Uh, that's okay. Um, I mean, I'm I'm at work, so uh, if I do cut off, that's why. Just to let you know. Sure. Um, I didn't hang up on you or nothing like that. Um, no, it's understandable. I hope it's going to be a very good show tonight. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very curious to see who's going to go where in this brand split shit that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see Zack Ryder beat Rusev and retain that title again. That would be nice. Um, but overall, you know, hopefully it'll be a pretty good show. We might have some surprise people. Who knows? I don't know. Yep. And speaking of USC, one of the announcements, I don't know if you heard the big announcement today, and I'll repeat it for everyone out there again. Uh, apparently earlier today, WIMG announced the acquisition of UFC for over $4 billion, Michelle. Uh, you know, lots of other, yeah, a nice little chunk of change. It says, uh, Lorenzo Ferretta will step down from day-to-day operations, but Frank Ferretta III and Lorenzo will both retain a passive minority interest in the organization. It just goes on to say, a global leader in entertainment and sports with a portfolio of more than 800 owned, operated, and are commercially represented events. WWIMG will also serve as UFC's operating partner, and 
WWIMG, which is a proven track record of filling out lean sports brands, will focus on accelerating the sports popularity and presence around the world. And Silver Lake Partners and KKR will join WWIMG as new strategic investors along with MSD Capital LP and MSD Partners LP, which will provide preferred equity financing. Your thoughts about this? Um, I think I need to work for USC. Like, <laughs> Even if I'm handing them a towel. Yeah, I would agree. Yes. Um, you know, shit. I'll take their, you know, sweaty, bloody mouths any day for that kind of money. Um, that's uh, incredibly insane. Uh, but UFC has always been, in my opinion, a very big industry. It's always been a big, uh, uh, what's the word? You know, when the pay-per-view, it, well, it all depends upon, it, it, you know, UFC is the same thing as WWE. It depends upon who fights the pay-per-views, whether people want to watch it or not to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But regardless, you know, still you get those people that, you know, bored and, you know, they're like, oh, let's watch it, you know. Right. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I think I need to work for UFC. Yes. Do you think uh, possibly we see Dana White being let go by this uh, merger, or do you think they're going to keep him on as an equity partner and maybe help them out in this way? No, they'll keep him on. Be, I mean, I'd like for I'd like to see him get rid of Dana White because I don't like him. Yes. Um. You know, personally, I think he's a real ass. Um, yes. Yes. You know, he's made some really shitty, rude comments about Brock in the past, Ronda Rousey in the past. Sure. Um, You know, McGregor, which is another UFC fighter I absolutely love. Um, They probably will keep him on, but I'd like to see him go. Right. And there was talk that, uh, I forget who was, which fighter, maybe you can help me out, Michelle, since you did watch the pay-per-view. There was a guy who actually was challenging McGregor, believe it or not, already, and there was talk that that he's trying to get McGregor back in the ring, however. Have you heard anything about that at all? Uh, no. I'm trying to think who the person is. I just saw it about a little bit ago at 411 Mania. Uh, it was, let me see here. I can't remember how. And now I'm hearing, believe it or not, however, I don't know, believe it or not, if this is true or not, however, but there's reports, however, going around that Eric Bischoff says, however, he is open to a WWE return. And believe it or not, Dolph Ziggler is going to be planning to cover the Republican convention, believe it or not. So uh, <laughs> very, very interesting. Also, we understand A.J. Lee might be uh, writing a book, believe it or not. So certainly a lot going on, to say the least. Um, Michelle, another story, obviously, if we talked about how, of course, as you just, you were just coming on, how we're ready to get, uh, we got everyone's, uh, everyone can have the same uh, people if they want, however, and it's no big deal. But we did uh, the top 15 from each brand. And so far, here's what we got in everyone's top 15, however. We're going to get your top 15, too, hopefully, and get your opinion. So uh, we're ready to... Uh, hear your thoughts. Here's what everyone's top 15 has done so far. Uh, Gerard, of course, he was hit with his picks. Uh, Rollins, uh, Luke Gallows, uh, both Raw and SmackDown separately. KO to Raw, Page to SmackDown. Uh, Alberto, uh, let's see, uh, I just saw this here. Alberto, yeah, Alberto Del Taco, okay, Alberto Del Rio to SmackDown. Miz to Raw, Sheamus to Raw. Randy to Raw, Charlotte to SmackDown, Enzo Mori to Raw, Austin Aries to SmackDown, Askewa to Raw, Neville to SmackDown, Tommy to SmackDown, and Dawson to Raw. What's your uh, thoughts about his top 15? Not bad. Very good picks. Yep. Here's uh, John's. Uh, Dean Ambrose to SmackDown, uh, Carl Anderson to SmackDown, John Cena to SmackDown, uh, 
Jericho to SmackDown, Rusev to SmackDown, Kane to Raw, Ziggler to SmackDown, Big Show to SmackDown, Cass to Raw, Henry to SmackDown, Dana Brooke to SmackDown, uh, Tyler Breeze to SmackDown, Titus O'Neil to Raw. Uh, John, who were your other ones that you had, however? Who was your fourth pick? Do you remember? Uh, can't remember now. Um, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to read this carefully in my... Uh, my, my, oh, Kalisto to Raw, okay. So I saw Kalisto to Raw, okay. And then uh, SB. Um, I can't remember. Who did you have at SB? However, Well, anyway, those are his uh, picks so far, Michelle. Your thoughts about John's picks? Uh, there's a few I don't agree with uh, John on because I think some of your, you know, some of the bigger stars need to stay on Raw. For instance, Dean Ambrose, uh, John Cena. Uh-huh. Um. Otherwise, I mean, you know, good picks. I mean, you know, who knows how it's going to go? I mean, it's either going to people are either going to like it or or be or not. And nine times out of ten, I'm sure probably you know a hundred percent of these fans are going to be pissed off either way they go. Mhm, mhm, certainly. Uh, Chad, here's his list: Kevin Owens to SmackDown, uh, Carl Anderson to SmackDown. Uh, let's see here. I want to tell you who else he had. Here. Just bear with me here, folks. Okay, here we go. Uh, Finn Balor to Raw. Uh, who else do you have? Uh, Roman to SmackDown, however. Randy to Raw. Charlotte to Raw. Dean to Raw. Bailey to SmackDown. Samoa Joe to Raw. Big Show to Raw. Luke Gallows to SmackDown. Nakamura to Raw. Rollins to Raw. Cruz to SmackDown. Cena to SmackDown. Your thoughts about Chad's picks? Very good picks. Very, very good picks. Yep. Uh, and here's mine. AJ Styles to SmackDown. Finn to Raw. Sami Zayn to SmackDown, uh, Becky Lynch to SmackDown, uh, Chad Gable to Raw, however, Cesaro to SmackDown, Cruz to Raw, Bailey to Raw, Corbin to SmackDown, Samoa Joe to Raw, Nakamura to SmackDown, Nia Jax to Raw, Sin Cara to SmackDown, Jason Jordan to Raw, and Natalya to Raw. Not bad. Mm-mm. And uh, we're ready for your picks, however, and we are... Mm-hmm. Uh, ready to hear your picks again. You can make the same if you want, or you can change it up any way you want. It doesn't really matter. And uh, we are still waiting on Gerard, but I believe he had to step out, and maybe he has left us for this. So, Gerard, thank you for coming on. We will talk to you again tomorrow night. Uh, hopefully, if not, we'll definitely try to get, hopefully get back with you before the show's out to get your raw rating and overall main event prediction. But uh, if not, uh, thank you for coming on the line today. Okay, Michelle, we're ready for your top 15, so fire away. Okay, Brock Lesnar to Raw. All right. Uh, Charlotte to SmackDown. All right, let me just write these. Carefully. Roman Reigns to SmackDown. All right, just a second. I'm just taking my time writing these in. Okay. Oh, sorry. No problem. You're doing good. Okay, we're at four. Go um, ahead. Orton to Raw. Mm-hmm. Rollins to Raw. The upper. Uh. Uh, I think Xavier Woods to SmackDown. All right. Just a second. And speaking of Xavier, how what do you make of this whole thing with the Wyatts and uh, the New Day? I really don't want them to split the New Day up, but I think it's coming. Um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really like the feud between them two at all. Right. Well, between the, the two <clears throat> the groups, I don't like it. Um, I mean, I love the Wyatts, but I don't like them feuding with the New Day. I don't see the connection there at all. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. 
Cesaro to Raw. Uh-huh. Uh, Cesaro, okay, so you're going to switch him out, stay with him on Raw. I got him on SmackDown, so that's okay. Go on. Um, 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 um. He's Slater to SmackDown. Uh-huh. Um, Curtis Axel to SmackDown, I, I think, too. Uh-huh. Um, do I have, do you have to do them individually or can you do like Enzo and Cass on Raw? You can, you can do it if you want. I mean, we were discussing that, however. I mean, like I said, most of us, I mean, we we, we kept some teams together on Raw and th- sometimes we split them up. But like I said, I kept my team together on Raw, which is Gable and Jordan, however. And we kept, uh, John kept uh, uh, Cass on Raw and John, or Gerard picked Enzo on Raw too. So you're fine. Okay, I think big big shit. Cass and Enzo should stay on Raw, and the New Day should stay on Raw. But I still think Xavier's going to go to SmackDown. But okay, let's see Enzo and Cass. Um, so Enzo and Cass stay on Raw, okay, and then so Xavier or Kofi and Big E stay on SmackDown, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and all right. How many more does that give me? Oh, it just let me write it in. Hold on, Kofi and Big E go to SmackDown. You need two more. In your soul. Two more. Um, 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 okay, let's see. Um, I think Tyler Breeze to SmackDown. Okay, and you got one more. I'm gonna say Page to Raw. Okay, there you go. All right, so we got your 15 in, however. Very good. Okay, and I'm just checking here again real quick to read number four. I can't remember who John had after John Cena. John, do you remember who number four was on your pick? Huh? Who was it? Well, did I I pick AJ or Carl Anderson? Mm, You had Carl Anderson, however, and Gerard had Gallows. I have AJ on SmackDown. Because I took him at the first pick with my draft. Um, SB, I'm trying to think, however. I can't remember who it was that you took, however. I should know this. I should know this. I can't, I, 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 I'm not sure. Sasha Banks? That's who it was. Thank you. Yes, yeah, Sasha. That's who it was. Thank you, Michelle. Yep. He had Sasha Banks to, uh, yeah, he had Sasha. That's right. He had Sasha. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can remember who it was. Thank you. Yeah, it was Sasha. We got it, there, uh, John. It was Sasha. Okay, um, some other news we're following, of course, this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we talked about it a little while ago. Of course, uh, we're still getting some news on this uh, breaking story that's coming in from Michigan. Of course, uh, what happened this afternoon, another uh, senseless uh, shooting, if you will, this time outside a courthouse in Michigan. We understand we're uh, getting updates on this. We understand three people were killed, including, I believe, two bailiffs, if I'm not mistaken, here. I'm just trying to find this information out now. We... uh, uh, found out about this here, so let's see if we can find this out here. Uh, we just heard about this a little while ago, so please bear with us. In fact, however, it was at the Barron County Courthouse, we understand. Uh, if this, Like I said, I'm just finding this out now, how within the last 50 minutes, however, according to reports, however, in Barron County, Michigan, according to reports, two bailiffs and a deputy sheriff were injured in a shooting at a courthouse. Uh, shortly before 2.30 p.m. this afternoon, we understand. Uh, as a result, police said they will release more information later in the day about the incident. 
at the time, Sheriff Paul L. Bailey, however, did say at a news conference, we do not have all the details as to what happened, whatever occurred, as how he got the weapon. As a result, the injured deputy has been taken to nearby Lakeland Regional Hospital and treated in the emergency room. This injury comes less than four days after what happened in Dallas, Texas, however, with what went down there. Uh, it's been all over the news. It's been all over uh, pretty much everywhere you can find anything about this whole story. Uh, Michelle, I want to get your take real quick, however, about this uh, heartbreaking ordeal in Dallas over the past week. <clears throat> Sorry. I don't know what the hell this world's coming to, number one. Yes, I would agree. Um, it's very sad and sickening that people feel the need to do this shit. It's it's getting on my nerves. Um, you know, everybody should go back and listen to what Brock Lesnar said after his fight. Yes. Um, where he addressed, you know, the men and women that served the country and, you know, how he's a white boy and, you know, should follow all the nationalities or however he said it. Whatever, however he said it, it was well said. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly. I just, uh, I just wish America would get their shit together and like start being more, uh, what's the word? Um, Civilized. Observant of yeah. these people that are coming in and out of places, and you know, have more security built up and have them checked more, and um, you know, shooting cops and all this shit. I, I just don't get it. I, I don't understand it. Yeah, I would agree. I would totally agree. And like I said, our, our thoughts and prayers since uh, Monday, or not Monday, since Thursday, I should say, excuse me, have been with uh, these guys and folks in Dallas. It's just, it's very heartbreaking to say the least. And it's just, it tears you up inside. Because like I said, I have a few friends here in Pittsburgh who are policemen. And uh, John, I think, had to step out unless he, for just a second. And we lost John, I think, and he'll be back with us hopefully as well here in a minute. So, in the meantime, we got the Black Widow myself here, ladies and gentlemen, right now here on Raw Radio, and uh, hopefully he will be back with us momentarily referring to John, and we will hear his thoughts about the Raw rating and main event prediction. But as I was saying, folks, I have a few friends here in Pittsburgh who are policemen firsthand. I mean, I've, one of them has been one of my friends for a long time, ever since I was a kid. The other one, of course, I've been friends with since high school, and any time I hear stuff like this, it just makes me cringe. And John's back with us now. Okay, John, welcome back. Um, as I was saying... It's just, I mean, every time I hear something like this happen about policemen, I just, I, I fear for them. I mean, my one cousin, of course, as I mentioned, who comes on our show sometimes, Dan, uh, his one friend, of course, uh, as I said, is a cop. And he had, of course, this was about four or five years ago, and it made world news, however, national news all over the country, uh, that these three officers uh, were taken out. I'm however, back. Okay, yes, I saw that, John. Uh, was taken out by this uh, crazed, deranged, uh, psychotic person, to say the least. And now, this guy has not been on trial yet. This guy's still rotting in jail. I don't know if they'll ever have a trial for him. I think they were supposed to have a hearing for him about a couple months ago. It just, it makes you cringe. It really does. And like uh, I, I think said, that, he, that he, while he's in jail, he needs to have a visit from Big Bubba. <laughs> yeah. I would agree. I would, I would, I would, I would, I would definitely do there, Michelle. Let him straighten his ass out. Oh hell yes, I would agree. I would agree. But like I said, it's just this happened three or four years ago, and the last couple of years, usually around early part of the fall, I think they do like uh, these this like cherry sort of like it's like a spaghetti dinner for his fam for the families of the officers in charge, or they do some, some type of an event uh, like a. I don't know if it's like a cash bash or something like that, but all the proceeds go to the family. I mean, I'll have to check this all out. My cousin would know all more of the detail. And hopefully next week, maybe, 
uh, if he comes on, and I've been trying to get him on the last few weeks. He's been very busy with his soccer, of course, with uh, the summer and everything. He, of course, coaches club soccer as an assistant, but he would explain it more to everyone and to you guys as well. What Tell him do. I said that's no excuse. He has to come talk to me. I know. He, I know. <laughs> he, he, he asked me about you not that long ago, Michelle. Believe me, he was asking me about you. He was just, he was just down actually uh, around the West Virginia uh, borderline, uh, believe it or not, this last week for the 4th of July for uh, soccer. For uh, the club soccer near oh, the Greenbrier, yeah, from me. and you talk, yeah, you talk about a heartbreaking ordeal down there. I mean, Jesus, I mean that yeah. is just—they're still trying to rebuild after what happened a few weeks ago after that massive frontal rain. And again, our thought, as we said last week, and we keep saying uh, our thoughts and prayers with the people in Dallas. So our thoughts and prayers with those people too in West Virginia. I mean, they're still trying to get themselves back up on their feet, and it's going to be a good while. It's terrible. It is. It is very terrible. I agree. It really is. And I just watched uh, something on on uh, Saturday, believe it or not. I was watching, uh, they were showing, I guess, what was left from the uh, storm that happened. And they said it's going to take a good maybe six months to a year till they get back up in operation again. As far as the course goes, as far as the resort goes, it's just, it tears at you. It really does. And uh, it just, I mean, I know school's starting very soon, Howard, at the end of the summer, early part of the fall. It's going to be a while until uh, things get back to normal in that neck of the woods, however, but our thoughts and prayers uh, each and every day certainly have to go to those people there as well as the people in Dallas, and uh, we just want to let you know out there, we're thinking of you guys, Howard, in both those places, and uh, we're definitely uh, keeping our thoughts and prayers with you. Uh, Michelle, I know Gerard usually yes. handles this, but if you can handle the plug, I'll be right back in two seconds. Oh, Jesus, let John do it. <laughs> I can do it, Michelle. Yeah, okay, thanks. All right, one Forty-four. Talk to me, JD, and Michelle. One. Oh, I did forget. One three eight seven four four pounds. Press one. Talk to me, JD, and Michelle on the Raw Radio, and we'll be on here in like ten minutes. So, John. Yeah. Do you see now? Uh, Brock Lesnar having another UFC fight since he made his return back, or do you think he's done? Uh, this is... Michelle, I think it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. It was a friend of mine who uh, was talking to Thank me. Uh, yes, Michelle. I'm going to ask you what I asked John. Since Lesnar made his return over the weekend back to UFC after quite a while. Yeah. And he had a, had a successful run, which no shot there. Mm-hmm. Do you see him returning for another fight, or is he done? Well, I asked that to both of them, and I was going to ask you that question, too. You kind of beat me to the punch. Yeah, I think uh-huh. I think he's going to continue with both. I think he really is. I think he's happy with both. I think... Until he uh, makes, I mean, why would you, I mean, you did real well this weekend. You made, uh, didn't look like you lost a step, as John said, and you said, however. I think he continues on for a while. I mean, right now, I don't think Dana White has any reason to interfere. At least I hope he doesn't stick his nose where it doesn't belong and interfere. I think it makes sense for him to continue to do that sort of thing. I think right now well, he's you know, happy. You know what I think is so funny is that everybody was so hyped for this fight, you know, yeah. of course. Yeah, and then the fight happens, and everybody's like, "Oh, Mark Hunt's going to beat his ass," and you know he's such a beast himself, and blah blah. He took hits like a bitch and didn't even try to fight back. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, Brock Lesnar was throwing some serious shit at him. 
Yeah, I, 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 like I said, I only, I only just heard about it. I didn't see the whole fight per se. You saw it before me, but like I said, uh, I would imagine once again, it just goes to show you that the beast uh, was hungry. No question about it. He was very. Oh, I, I saw the uh, weigh weigh-in when oh, I was did? at uh, Apple when I was at my uh, a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I saw the way. Chad says, however, as far as the question goes, Howard, if you can withstand doing both, then he's going to agree with all of us. I think that Brock right now, however, makes it makes perfect sense, however, uh, for him to uh, do both right now. And you know course, who I'd love to see him fight? Hmm. McGregor. Oh God, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. That'd be one. That'd be one for the record. I, I, I would too. Dollars again to see that shit happen. I want to see that fight happen. I I wouldn't mind paying a $20 cover to bar to watch that fight myself because uh, that would yeah. be a thrilling fight because too. McGregor, I, he, he's a tough ass too, man. I mean, yes, I he think is. Brock a good fight. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Well, we're definitely going to keep our eyes peeled. I mean, I heard McGregor's wanting to get back in the ring pretty soon, but we'll definitely have to keep an eye on this. Uh, yeah, I'll question. check on that for you, JD. I haven't heard, but I'll check. All right, sounds good, Michelle. Thank you very much. And before we go, folks, just a quick update, ladies and gentlemen. We heard earlier today, as we mentioned, uh, Randy Orton is at the Performance Center this week getting ready to uh, return, Howard. He will be getting ready to fight uh, your man there, Michelle. That's what we're going to talk more about this in the next few weeks. The Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar. And here for you, WWE, I can say WWE DVD fans like me, like yours truly here. And in fact, however, Chad said right now, picture this: how our UFC Legends match. I know this would be kind of crazy, but how about this one? Before we talk about the DVDs, Brock Lesnar versus the world's most dangerous man, Kenny Shamrock. Wouldn't that be oh, something? Oh shit! I'd pay money for that too. Yeah, I think we all would. That would be a great match in itself, just like uh, McGregor would. So uh, we will definitely love to see. Make triple threat, man. Yeah, make it, why not? If they do triple threats of wrestling, why not do it in USC? I agree. I agree. That would be awesome. That would. But uh, here's the list of DVDs coming out for you WWE DVD fans. Of course, August 9th, ladies and gentlemen, two DVDs coming out. WWE Scooby-Doo and the Curse of the Speed Demon, as well as Attitude Era Unreleased Volume 3. Late August, we will have WWE Battleground out on DVD. September 6th, ladies and gentlemen, the history of the hardcore title. So you hardcore title fans out there, like John and myself, and I'm sure everyone else out there, you can get your copy. September 20th, WWE Studios presents Interrogation. October 4th, SummerSlam, believe it or not. November 1st, Clash of the Champions 2016. And right before the Survivor Series, folks, another edition of OMG, this time ECW's Most Extreme Moments. And, of course, on there we understand Tommy Dreamer, Rob Van Dam, Sabu, Oh, yeah. As will all be on there. That is going to be one for the record book. I got the WCW one. That was pretty good. But the ECW one can only imagine what matches we'll see. I'm sure Terry Funk will be on there. Public Enemy, Stevie Richards, uh, the guys I've mentioned before, Spike Dudley, Mike Awesome, Rhino, uh, Tajiri. I mean, the list goes on and on, folks. It's, it's going to be really, really exciting, to say the least. Can I say one more thing, J.D.? Yes. You yeah. You know, so they announced for SummerSlam that it's going to be Brock versus Orton. And Correct. I'm going to be very disappointed if they don't, with all this hype, and they don't do some really good build-up to this shit, have them feud and, you know, blah, 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 you know, like they normally do, like Dean and Owens and, you know, all the mm-hmm. other fights that are, you know, hyped up to build up to. If they do not do this with Brock and Randy, I'm going to be very disappointed because I think, 
this could be one of the best feuds of the year if they do it right. I would agree. I've said it before. And, I and then they could culminate it into Hell in a Cell, and then they could have yeah. a rematch oh. at WrestleMania. Right, uh, right, yeah. John. I would agree. Yes, I would agree with both of you on that. Yes. And as I said before, and I'll say it again, I mean, I think if they don't, I mean, they'll probably start the hype up, I would imagine. Probably not this week, but beginning next week. Of course, there was talk that originally Paul Heyman was going to be there tonight in Detroit. I don't think they're going to have him tonight. They might have him back maybe next week in Providence, Rhode Island, of course, the week before uh, the go-home oh, show. Well, the former general manager. That's true. So. We'll see, but like I said, he could uh, show up next Monday or Tuesday in Providence or Worcester, of course. We'll have to wait and see. Next week, of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have more on Battleground. We'll have predictions, and maybe a better two will be made. Of course, that'll be on Episode 52, of course. John will be at Battleground two weeks from this Sunday. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, two weeks from Sunday, of course, you can listen to the panel, of course, on 138055 at 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Two weeks from this Sunday, as Battleground will be doing their predictions, and a site better two might be made in that. John will be attending the show there in Washington, D.C., about two weeks from tonight. 13 days. Yes, and two weeks from today, Raw will be... I'm counting down the day. Yes, and Raw, two weeks from today, will be in my neck of the woods, two weeks from tonight in Pittsburgh, where I think we might see the... I might actually see the Beast there. You never know. I saw him the last time I was there. I might see him again this time, folks. So Uh, who knows what we might have to say. Uh, Right now, we're going to go into the main event portion of the show, and John's going to take us out with a great tune to close us out today. Unfortunately, Gerard T. Smith, unfortunately, may have had a prior obligation, so Gerard, we're sorry you couldn't stay on the line. However, we are very happy for your top 15 picks again. Thank you for calling in, as always. We will talk to you again later tonight, however, at some point. If not, we'll definitely talk to you tomorrow night on Wrestling Revisit. We hope you have a great rest of the night there, guy. Uh, Chad says... This is his main event prediction raw rating for tonight. A little iffy on the rating this week, but they got to go up to a 2-4. The main event will be a non-title matchup between Ambrose and Rollins. So there you go. That is his prediction. Michelle, let's go to you next. What do you got for our raw rating prediction tonight in Detroit Rock City? Uh, I'm going to say 2-3. Mm-hmm. I'll bet next week will be better because of the build-up. Um, right. Main event? Ooh, I really like Chad's idea. Um, I don't know. I'm going to hope that maybe Orton or Lesnar or both makes a return, but probably won't happen. But I'm going to agree with Chad and say Ambrose Rawl in non-title match. All right. I'll go next. Uh, last week, I pretty much had the main event on the money, however, believe it or not, even though the rating wasn't right. I think they go up to a 2-3-5 this week. I think the main event will be the Battle Royal. I think the Battle Royal will be closing out the show tonight. Oh, I think that would yeah. be great. That would be fantastic. So I'm going to go with that as my main event tonight. John, uh, what do you got for us? Same in a 2.3, as Michelle said. All right. So three out of the four are predicting... That is your non-title matchup. I'm going with my uh, main event is the uh, Battle Royal. Of course, Gerard T. Smith, of course, we were expecting to hear his prediction, but unfortunately he had to go. Uh, with that said, folks, we want to thank you for joining us, of course, for another edition of Raw Radio. We will be back in the saddle again next Monday. Don't forget, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, a double dose of Tuesday, starting first off at 7 with Wrestling Revisit, Gerard T. Smith, uh, the lowdown man himself, Kendrick Smith, of course, and Michelle Adigo. We want to thank the Black Widow for joining us here this afternoon, along with Gerard T. Smith, of course, for joining us this afternoon. Uh, as we said, of course, you can listen to Draw myself and the lowdown. Kendrick Smith, of course, tomorrow night, 139925. We'll take you to our time and place. In the... Who knows what else we'll have tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, John and I will be back in two seconds, okay? Okay.
and one, two. Okay, sorry about that, John. I had to take it. But as I said, folks, don't forget, we will be back next week, of course, with episode 51, of course, uh, 139925, or excuse me, 6, not 5. 5 is the other show. 139926, we'll be on at 7 o'clock tomorrow. Gerard, Kendrick, myself, will be on with a Wrestling Revisited show, of course. Then at 9 o'clock, John will have his birthdays and dates in history, and Gerard and I will handle the news for you. We will also be on with Revolution. We'll talk about Raw, SmackDown, NXT, who knows what else. We might have a few surprises in store, of course, beginning at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, uh, like I said, uh, we're not ready yet. And like I said, like I said, we're just uh, getting ready to tell you uh, that tomorrow night we'll give you our thoughts on Revolution. And uh, don't forget, uh, Wednesday night, of course, we'll have a triple header for you coming up, of course, beginning at 6.30 p.m. And right now, as that that, that being said, however, we're going to take you out for the night, however, with a little Detroit Rock City by Kiss, since it is only appropriate to Rock in Detroit, ladies and gentlemen. Had to say, and uh, we just found out Gerard had to go, however, because of family obligations, so it's none of us. We're okay and safe and secure there, John. So we were a little worried, I think, especially I was worried if uh, we did something wrong to upset him, but unfortunately we didn't. So, okay, uh, that's good to hear. Gerard, tell your mom we all said hello, and we adore her and love her to death. However, here on Raw Ray, we're a big fan of hers as well because she raises such a great son in you, and that mean that guy, she raises a great son in you. So that being said, folks, we will talk to you on the flip side next week. Hopefully, we'll have our big man, Diesel Gregory Kramer, back in the saddle after a month. And we'll have you joining us as well. So, for now, with a little Detroit Rock City by Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, and Kiss, John's going to take us out for the night. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great night, gang, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See you soon, everyone. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.